0: So, Ant, welcome to Critical Crit Apocalypse episode ninety.
1: Do you want to do over?
0: No, it's episode ninety. Um, uh, we've we've had a week out, so we got back to our two weekly schedule, and then we had a week out. Sadly, one of the members of the Crit Apocalypse family passed away. And no, I'm sorry, no, that's a bad joke. Uh, Tom Atkins, my hedgehog, who's been with us for God, how many episodes? Eighty-six episodes. Hmm. Um, my orderly. my pet hedgehog, who I've had for several years, sadly passed away the other day, and lived for a long time and was very sad, and was gracious enough to meet the real Tom Atkins over the weekend, and there was a video message that he had... We we could insert that here, right? We could do the audio. I can't be asked. I could do the audio. I don't know. We'll do something. But uh yeah, he gave me a lovely little message, and a confusing message on the actual signature thing. It that's why that's- God
1: made fathers.
0: Yeah. Is he trying to adopt me or is he saying yeah. that all right, cool, fine. Well then that makes it even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, sadly he passed away. We, he's buried in, in in the ground now.
1: Yeah, real Tom Atkins is still going. Real Tom Atkins is
0: still going. Hedgehog Tom Atkins, who was just about as cute, is sadly not with us anymore. Uh, but before we go into before we go into the reviews and the standard shit, it's been an exciting week or two weeks. We've had a lot of trailers for new shit. We're a bit behind because we're a week, <laughs> we're a week behind our own podcast. So I was just going to quickly talk to you about trailers and get your opinions of how films are looking. Are you were right. going to do that.
1: I know there's one good trailer. The last what was the reasons.
0: one? Well, actually, no. Right, I'm going to go through them. We'll go through them in order, and then, well, not in order. We'll go from randomly as I as I remember them. Um So we'll start off with the big one, Aquaman.
1: That's the big one, is it?
0: That has a massive budget. That you're
1: family. talking about, like the equivalent of just you know, DC movies, hundreds which are basically straight-to-video films put on widescreen.
0: Hundreds of millions of dollars have gone into that film. It looks it looks like it has CG on par with Avatar. The Avatar's a 10-year-old film. I know. <laughs> but it looks on par with the level of special effects work in Avatar. Yeah. And it's
1: I'd, got Black Manta in it.
0: It's got Black Manta in it. I mean, it, how are you feeling about the trend? Do you think it was good, bad? Are you excited for the film? No? Yeah. No, just indifferent. Just Yeah, There's no real... You'll go see it probably, but you don't think you're going to be excited about going I'm to see I'm worried it.
1: about how much it's going to make me want to wee during the film. It's all set in it's water, man. That's a
0: good point. Also, yeah. I'm wondering about his diving skills in this one. Do you think he's learned how to dive properly? Because before he just sort of fell backwards and then was just... Whoo! That's all he
1: needs to do. At <laughs> least he talks
0: to fish now. Yeah. And uses that. Because I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the big, horrible monsters that come from deep down below the ocean. That's always one of the most interesting things about the animated. Oh yeah, they go into the, the fucking, old um, the yeah. Mariana Trench, don't yeah, they? Yeah, and they've got mm-hmm. the fucking massive crustaceans and monsters and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing some of that. Okay, uh, we're well, moving on. Moving. On, I'm not excited for Aquaman either, but I am. I I'm kind of. I've got like a little bit of a little bit of a oh, good job, guys, for DC DC because they've kept um, they've kept Aquabro rather than going Aquaman. They've got Aquabro. So there's a lot of like, hell yeah, and, and kick ass, and shit like that in there, and that's that's kind of funny. It's kind of sincere in their own weird, shitty way, isn't it? Um All right, so the next one, Shazam. Are you excited about Shazam? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's your maybe? opinion on the trailer? Is there any? It's fun. Yeah.
1: Seems like it. I don't know trailers.
0: Yeah, trailers can be hit or miss. Uh, it's always produced by someone else. I mean, sometimes you make such a good trailer, you get to do the movie like in Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> Good enough, yeah. <laughs> if you dream big yeah. enough, you can do whatever you want. I mean, last year, well, no, 2016, we had Suicide Squad and Trump becoming president, so just dream big, right? Yeah, I kind of um, feel
1: like that Shazam trailer, they're trying a little bit too hard. They're yeah. gonna make, they're trying to convince you it's good, fun, happy times. They, how long have they had The Rock signed on to play Black Adam now? Like, since before the DC movies was a thing, and, like, they, and he's not even in this.
0: We might be. There's rumors of a cameo. Yeah,
1: what's the point? Make him the actual villain.
0: Yeah, I don't know why they've taken Dr. Saivia or Saviva. Yeah. Why would he even... The problem is that a, a story should always have a natural way for the two to meet. Mm. There should always be like... It shouldn't just be like, I want that 10-year-old boy. <laughs> black shouldn't...
1: Adam's literally Shazam wearing black. Yeah. Like, why not? Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, the, the scientist, it doesn't really make much sense for him to be like... A 50-year-old scientist to be going, 10-year-old boys. This one clearly is Shazam. It's like, if why... If he was do... a priest... Yeah, if he was a priest, it made more sense. But why is that? Like, how are those two worlds colliding? You know what I mean? Like, mm. you've got this weird Russian scientist and then twelve-year-old American or ten-year-old American boy. Like, how does that happen? Um, although, although Shazam did have my favorite, my favorite little throwaway joke in it of all the trailers. It? There's a bigger joke coming up, but we'll talk about that separately. But Shazam has the. Uh, as he's coming out of the convenience shop, they've tried to make it look like two different scenes of the same scene, because one, he comes out with free, like soft drinks in a cart, and the other one, he's got arms full of candy and shit. Mm. So it's clearly two different scenes in which they hang out in a garage. That's reassuring for the English community, because we like to hang out in garages. Mm. Uh, but he, as he's going past, he goes to a woman, he goes, hi, I'm a superhero, like that. And I was like, you know, I mean, you're wearing the costume, you've got the fake muscles that are like god awful, you might as well hit on a few people, right? And it's just the way that he delivers it like a kid that's just been given a car. He's like, hey, I've got a Porsche. It's like, hey, I'm a superhero, sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the next one, next big DC one, Titans.
1: Oh, that trailer. Oh, yeah. yeah, did you watch that trailer? a film, though.
0: No, no, it's not, but it's a big property. They had some stuff going on there. So what did you think? I know think? some
1: nerds are upset that um, Starfire Starfire's um, I don't give a fuck about black. the color of Starfire. <laughs> no, uh, this is the dumbest is, shit. This I is
0: know. the exact same shit that we had to put up with. When They're fantastic. not angry
1: that Beast Boy is only green at certain points.
0: No. Or the fact that-
1: The, the fact Starfire's played by a black woman. Yeah, they're fucking Outrage. losing their minds. This is the exact- It's almost like it's about a gender and race thing, isn't it? It's definitely about
0: gender and race. Thing. Yeah. It's, it's the exact same dickheads that are hiding in their mum's basement. You remember when we, going back a few episodes now, but remember when we spoke about Fantastic Four? The, um, mm. the Josh Trank. Yeah, the terrible. Movie. One. Yeah. And there was that massive uproar about Michael B. Jordan being Johnny Storm. Mm. Kind of the best thing about that movie mm. is that he's still Michael B. Jordan, and still kind of charming. Like, Sorry, but you're just a racist. And he's had
1: the Marvel Comics Redemption arc, haven't he? Yeah. Played a character in a bad Fantastic Four film, went on to be a good character in a yeah,
0: better film. Fucking yeah. incredible. Yeah, we need to
1: get someone from the um, Roger Corman Fantastic Four film to be Yeah, in. we get the thing back. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think some of them are in one of the... I think some of them are in Josh Trank's one. Really? Yeah, I think that he oh, actually God. paid homage to them. Um, uh, but anyway, I've got that somewhere. What Josh Trank?
1: No, the the Roger Corman oh, film. <laughs> I thought you were going
0: to say Josh Trank. Um, yeah, I've got Josh Trank yeah, in the cupboard. Josh Trank. Okay, so yeah, Titans. Max Titans. There's <laughs> yeah, someone's got Max Landers <laughs> probably the police at this point. Um, mm. So Titans probably one of the most divisive things is yes, Starfire's played by an African American actress. I don't give a fuck. She's no. pretty hot and she looks like Starfire to me. Yeah, I'm just not a racist. I think that's the problem. As long as she's um, a sex
1: obsessed idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well no, she doesn't need to be a sex. She, she
0: doesn't need to be sex obsessed. She just needs to be discovering shit. She's curious and she's kind of a teenager. I'm not sure if she yeah. actually is a teen. I don't know how the raging process works. Mm. Uh, but in the in the obviously her and Robin, courted. We've already had
1: a good Teen Titans movie came out this week, didn't we? Teen yeah. Titans
0: Go. Apparently that's amazing. Um yeah. I I don't know, I don't watch Teen Titans Go. I can't I, I don't like the <laughs> style. But it's I'm not- I'm gonna try and get into it. Um I'll try and watch it at some point. But anyway, so so Teen Titans probably one of my favourite scenes in a trailer is What the fuck have you done? Um, and that's the Robin scene in which he guns down five people Then treads on one of their necks And then says, fuck Batman I don't think he shoots any of them He does shoot them I think he, he shoots the around them No, he shoots, the five, he shoots them all Because they drop after he shoots them And then he treads <laughs> on someone's neck Because yeah. he's uh, he's a good boy, that yeah. Robin yeah. Fucking ridiculous, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And what is he doing? Is he a policeman in this? Yeah, he's a policeman in the comics sometimes
0: Sometimes, yeah Yeah, Dick
1: Grayson was a um,
0: he was detective a, Well, he was in the Dark Knight <coughs> Rises
1: But when he went to... Um, Bloodhaven. He became a detective. That's true. I don't think it's Bloodhaven, winged. is it? Because no, I don't think that's uh, where yeah, Teen Titans know. is based.
0: It's Gotham, isn't it?
1: Uh, Bloodhaven, not Gotham.
0: Is Teen Titans based? And they then?
1: got they've got their own city in Teen Titans. Oh, yeah. Is
0: it Star City? Actually,
1: Sorry, no, not Star City. No. It's another one. Um,
0: but anyway, that's besides the point. All right. Anyway, yeah, Bloodhaven. I think that's where they're set. So Teen that. Titans. Are you excited about Teen Titans series? No. No, nor am I. I think it's going to be dog shit.
1: It's going to be on that. what is it DC streaming DC series? Yeah, with Young Justice. They're redoing Young
0: Justice. They're putting on there.
1: Yeah, Young Justice is cool. Though. I'm happy with that.
0: Yeah, but it's not going to be shown here because it's going to be on. <laughs> no, I reckon they'll do Netflix, Netflix outside yeah. the US. That's the standard um, procedure. Or oh, Amazon
1: Prime just to piss me off.
0: So the next one, I know your opinion of this already, but let's let's go for it. King Kong. What? King? Uh, no, sorry, Godzilla, King of Monsters. <laughs> Godzilla, King of Monsters. Yeah, that trailer's perfect. Yeah, you think it's perfect. That's a fantastic trailer. I had some problems. A, there seems to be a lot of smoke in the world of King Kong because the whole Kong place is sorry.
1: falling apart. It's apocalyptic.
0: There's... Yeah, I know. There's a lot of smoke. Just so, like a lot of smoke. Yeah, because
1: it's a teaser trailer. Yeah, They're not right. showing you the everything. Up...
0: Anyway, but yeah, but yeah, I. Um... It looks
1: like GMK, but the monsters are the right size. I'm looking
0: forward to it. It looks good. I'm excited. Mm. I think this is probably the one I'm most excited for.
1: It's a fantastic trailer. Yeah, even if the film sucks, that's a Watchmen level trailer. Like. You remember the trailer for Watchmen, the one with the Smashing Pumpkins song on it? That was, like, fucking amazing. I didn't like the trailer filler. Those trailers are fantastic. No,
0: I remember I remember really Starting liking... Starting off with friggin' cat
1: Catsy by Philip Glass and then I remember avoiding
0: to, the trailers for Watchmen uh, because I didn't like it. And then I went to see it and the opening scene is spectacular and the rest of the film's... No, uh, uh,
1: Watchmen's great. The film? Yeah, the Watchmen's a damn good film. Watch I it, watched it back a while ago and I'm like, this holds up a hell of a
0: lot. Really? Yeah. I'll we you I go because I do have I do have
1: Zack Snyder's best work
0: I have the digital no it's not it Dawn is. of the Dead
1: eh Dawn of the Dead's a James Gunn film but it's it's better but it's not a, even the way it's shot isn't a Zack Snyder way it's got his colour tone but it's a James Gunn it, it kind of schlocky if film you,
0: no go back and check it out it does it's got a lot of his stuff that he's got now but it's just obviously when your characters aren't shooting lasers or CGI monstrosities you don't have you don't have the same muddy hmm Stuff that goes on, but yeah, if you watch it now, like loads of weird stuff, like the action scenes, like you know when the woman transforms, like the really big woman who's been bit, she mm. changes and she's chasing someone. If you watch that, like that scene is just like a really slowed down version of any flight scene in, in any mm. of the Justice League or or Batman vs Superman stuff. But anyway, so so yeah, so you're excited about about Gods of the King of Monsters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I can't think of any other trailers that were big over the weekend. Is there anything that you've you can think of? No. There wasn't anything from Marvel. It was a Star Trek Discovery Season 2 trailer. I, I haven't watched the first season of Star Trek, Star Trek d- no. Discovery. So there's there's a lot more that. jokes in this trailer. They're oh, definitely is there? trying to lighten it I saw someone had, uh, different they had a leaders. still, and there was bogies on someone's face and there was an alien. I was yeah. like, it's the Orville. It's a different um, a different people running two. it.
1: Yeah. Well, Season 2 trailer for Orville was that as well.
0: Oh, was it? Yeah. I didn't watch that either because I haven't yeah. Season
1: 1. It'd be interesting to see if they can tell a story that wasn't already done in Star Trek. I but think that's kind solid. of the joke, though. Star Trek exists in the universe. They've mentioned Star Trek oh. on the show, so... so
0: that's like, even actually. Should man. they be aware? <laughs> I, think that, I think that is even funnier. Um, they okay. could do a
1: meta thing and make out they're all part of some giant simulation where someone's making them work, play out Star Trek things.
0: Could do. Um, but yeah, I can't really think of anything else big to come from Comic-Con, like, in terms of stuff they're doing. There's yeah. another trailer that yeah. I can
1: sure think any, of. am sure any... i wasn't a Captain Marvel trailer.
0: Yeah, so am I. My teaser. But there's nothing like that. But there's there's... A Comic-Con
1: in November in there, so...
0: Yeah, yeah. There's Comic Con every couple of months now, isn't there? Yeah, in There's America. spring here and then there's summer here as well. But, um, but yeah. So it's it's good that we've gotten out some of the stuff. You went to Comic Con yourself yesterday. Is that going to be one of your reviews? The or? London one. Is that going to be one of your reviews or no? It's what's market it like store. as someone who hasn't been to Comic Con? What's it like? It's a market
1: stall. It's yeah. a giant market stall.
0: How's it smelling there? Because I can assume it smells bad. It's
1: quite big, so it's all right. Okay. Yeah, it's got a really high roof, so the smell just go straight just up. Just go straight up.
0: I have been to um in my in my younger years, I went to a Magic the Gathering competition.
1: No Alright.
0: Uh so I went to a Magic the Gathering competition and I can remember distinctly it smelled like it smelled like a pack of McCoy's ready yeah. salted They'd been left in the sun with just the, just open a little bit. And then someone went, I'm going to put these in my house. Oh,
1: the bad nerds, man. And it was just, it was it like. You see, whenever there's an anime convention in America, you'll always find someone who's attending and saying, hey, attendee, just shower. Yeah. Before you go.
0: <laughs> well, it's all the people that like wear these massive, massive, like, um No, it's just play.
1: Americans in general.
0: Really? <laughs> yeah, I
1: think so. A- anime nerds in general.
0: Are they really that bad over there? Possibly, yeah. I always, I always see the pictures of people wearing like giant robot armor and stuff. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. I've been running before in a costume I know how hot it gets inside of one of those things and running is bad I can only imagine what standing the sun for three hours as you queue to get into a hall in San Francisco or Chicago is
1: I did notice this year um, I think people have finally done cosplaying as the Joker for a while I think Jared Leto successfully killed off any fandom people had for the Joker
0: I saw someone who actually had some of the tattoos done on themselves I was such a big fan of it <laughs>
1: I know. Did he get damaged, tattooed on his head in a nice little recursive? I hope he
0: did. (laughs) Fucking. I know, right? It's one of those things, it's one of those things where, um, it is just, it's just a case of the wrong people made a movie and then the right people saw that movie because they were like, this is the Joker I've been waiting for! I wanted Mm -hmm. Shimo Joker Gangster Man. I wanted Abusive Man to be covered in jewelry. I wanted him to be materialistic because that's exactly what the Joker stands for. He loves bling.
1: He's well known for it. Anyway, you got to review stuff because it's been fifteen minutes almost now.
0: Yeah, it's my first review.
1: Yeah, review something, you floppy penis. All right.
0: Well, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with the biggest thing first this week. Oh yeah. Yeah. to start with the biggest thing first. So my first review this week is gonna be no, no. I've got notes for a reason. I need to have my my cast lists and stuff up so I don't get people's names wrong. So my first review this week is going to be Extinction, the new Netflix movie. It's another sci-fi movie, and it's also another movie that ended up in the free marketplace that Netflix bought because the studio didn't want to release it.
1: Netflix have bought that Mowgli film. What? You know, the one that Andy Serkis directed. Yeah. Yeah, Netflix have bought the rights to it. Warner Why? Brothers don't want to release it. Really? It was meant to be out last year, wasn't
0: it? So I think that's what's happened with Extinction, you see. Yeah. So anyway, Extinction is the story of Michael Pina Who's big now, because obviously Ant-Man's quite as well. Yeah, Pina. Pina. Um, So Michael Michael Peña, is it Peña? Peña. Peña. Uh, Michael Peña is married to Lizzie Kaplan. He keeps having dreams about the apocalypse. There's aliens coming down, and there's a monkey that says, monkey see, monkey do. If and I was
1: married to Lizzie Kaplan, I wouldn't be having dreams about the apocalypse.
0: I wouldn't be having dreams. I'd stay awake and fuck until my heart stopped. That's my dream, really. Anyway, so... Um, like
1: Private Benjamin's
0: husband did. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... So, um, aliens are going to invade, or at least that's what Michael Pena is being told in his dreams. Um, he wakes up one day to find that his dreams are actually premonitions and that, um, humanity has, has been wiped out before. The people that exist now, they are, they are, um, survivors of previous attempts by the, by the aliens to make people extinct. But every time it happens, they have their memories wiped because apparently it's too traumatic to know. There's other life out there and all this other shit. Can someone
1: go around and get rid of all their buildings and stuff as well. I don't
0: fucking care. Um, so, the film's <laughs> crap. Yeah. If you can't tell from the very brief props, plots and synopsis. Um, I think one of the reasons that Netflix bought this is because Mike Coulter's in it. Luke Cage.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: he's in it. Um, there's no one else really of note. <laughs> That's the, like, uh, uh, Tom Riley I think I've heard of before and I've seen a lot of films. I, I don't know. I can't think of anything he's been in the dreary. Um... But yeah, it's just it's it's really crap, and it's such a shame that it's crap. Michael Pena doesn't really seem to know what his character wants to do. He spends most of his time looking at the floor and mumbling. Lizzie Kaplan, as you said, is is a mumblecore apocalypse still. Yeah,
1: like um, what's the one with what's his face in it, and what's her face.
0: Oh, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World? Yeah. That's M- a great film. Mumblecore Apocalypse. That's not Mumblecore Apocalypse. Have <laughs> you seen it? No. Nah. Oh, it's really good. That's actually a really good film. That's... And how
1: colour, muted colours. No, it's so not muted colours.
0: It's really bright. It's really vibrant. It's actually got a lot of comedy there, and there's like a lot of weird ideas. Like, there's mm. there's a group of people in that film that you can hire someone to kill you, but they don't tell you when they're going to do it. They're just going to do it before the world ends.
1: But my favourite Mumblecore Apocalypse film is... Um... You know, Jeffy, who lives at home. <laughs> Melancholia. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, that's that's a great film, though.
1: Yeah, it's half a great film. Yeah. Um, the, se- the second half's better than the first half. Yeah, that's true. Once you get past Kirsten Dunst going, Oh, I'm so miserable.
0: And Kiefer Sutherland going, Am I hitting on you? I'm Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> and then drifting off into the background. Last one, anyway, too, used to
1: make great films.
0: Sorry, sorry. Um, well, I'd say Nymphomaniac's a curiosity, still. It's a weird film, but it's a curiosity. It's worth seeing just because it really shows what he thinks of humanity. Um, anyway, sorry. So, so Jeffy who lives at home. No extinction. Um, it's not really worth your time. The aliens are like really, cyborg human-looking things. I um, still think it looked
1: like someone had just like a yellow face with veins on it or something. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, one of the great things about this movie is I watched it twice. I watched it twice because I was watching it and focusing on it and. And it got to the end and there was, like, a train and they're running for the train and there's, like, a big laser gun on the back of the train. Don't ask me how that got there, but they're running for the train and all this other stuff and, like, Michael Pena and, and Lizzie Kavanaugh are essentially trained soldiers at this point. Mm. They're, like, firing accurately with weapons and, like, they're able to pin people down. They come up with strategies to move around the area. Um But, um yeah, it ended. Like, it yeah. just ends. They get on the train and it ends. And I thought to myself, fuck, I must have missed, like, 40 minutes of this movie where, like... There's like a big time job. I remember he was having dreams. He was going to his job. He was having more dreams. The world ended. And then he was trying to save his family. And I was like, and now they're all just free. There has to be something else here. So I rewatched it. And no, there's just like, I don't know if my, I don't know if I have a stroke for the exact same (laughs) time every time I watch it. But there is about half an hour of this movie that just doesn't soak in. And I need someone else to watch it to find out if it's a phenomenon. Like maybe it's wiping my memory because aliens are repeatedly trying what if to take over there. you, it you watch it and
1: right at that moment it plays the film Phenomenon Star? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually quite a good movie. I like that movie. Yeah. It's, it's a, a weird Scientology movie. Something
0: like I've a Phenomenon. Tell everybody to come along with those white lines. Go. Away. Um, but yeah, Extinction. It's like a Creed song. It is. Well, it's not. It's uh, White Lines. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know why I they hear me rolling <laughs> they hear them <laughs> what, was, what was it my sacrifice Hello, my oh that one where he's fucking I walking do. around on
1: literally on top of his audience
0: it's <gasps> been a while since you've heard of me feel like a baby one day I want the rapture
1: to actually happen and he gets left behind when boring. you Just are home.
0: with me I'm free uh, yeah, anyway, Extinction. Yeah, you gets a fucking... Uh, Is I'm it an give, Extinction? I know you're Fran Drescher. Fran Drescher. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You remember Ferdra from the sun, don't you? Yeah. Yeah.
1: She's the tall one, isn't she?
0: No. Fran Drescher's the guy. What? Is it Fran Drescher?
1: No. What's his name? What are you, French Stewart?
0: Is it French Stewart?
1: Yeah, French Stewart. There's Jack Lem... It's Jack-, it's Jack John Lithgow, Joseph Gordon-Levitt... Oh yeah, French, French Stewart French and Stuart. tall lady, whatever her name is. Yeah, French Stewart, lovely. She's hot.
0: French Stewart
1: and Wayne Knight was in it.
0: Yeah, I give it French Stewart and
1: William Shatner towards the end.
0: Um, you remember Federal from the Sun? Good, French Stewart does. He's been living off it for the last thirteen years.
1: He's oh. the star of Home Alone four. Four, yeah.
0: <laughs> and he's in Stargate. I forgot he's one of the soldiers. Yeah, is he? Yeah. Poor that, that was that was before Federal from the Sun. Ended.
1: Inspector Gadget two.
0: that gave me nightmares that film Uh, it's not good that was like 2000 yeah and I had weird dreams that for some reason Matthew Broderick so because my name was Matthew I was replacing Matthew Broderick and they like Inspector Gadget was a real person I didn't have any of the gadgets I just walked around in a trench coat and I was only like 12 at the time but they announced the sequel and they were trying to replace me with Fran Drescher but not French French Stewart they were trying to replace me, like they had this machine to do it, and then he was going to take my life and live as me. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because the trailer really creeped me out, and I just couldn't get it out of my head. I was like, no, don't. What is this? Yeah. Weird times. Also, I was watching a lot of horror movies back then. That was around the time I first saw The Fly, so... No, I was about eight when that happened. That was about the time I saw Evil Dead the first time. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of horror movies. Oh. Yeah. you such a
1: sensitive boy.
0: I know, right? Hmm. People care about me. Anyway, I'll give it a French shirt. Your turn. And, and, and,
1: and, and. Um, I suppose because someone has to because you forgot last time. Luke Cage. Yeah, Luke Cage season two. Yeah. Um, Jamaicans. He vexes me. Yeah, him don't vex me. He don't vex me. Rasclap. Yeah, um, yeah that's. Take the series was fucking good, I thought. I really I, I thought, really liked it. Like, yeah. I friggin'. Um, the first series has, like, this whole weird thing where people moan that it completely changes villains and goes a different style for the second half, but I think that's because they were trying to do, they wanted to pay a lot of respect to black cinema, so they were doing, like, the In the Streets crime-level film, and then they were doing their black exploitation movie, when they probably should have done those as two separate series. Um, but this one was, like, you know, another sort of crime syndicate craziness, like, you know, American Crime Lords versus Yardies and Luke Cage stuck in the middle and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a friggin' damn solid series the whole way through, right? Friggin' awesome soundtrack the whole way through. Really cool Bushmaster's cool villain. He had a uh, fucking what's her face Nightshade sort of gradually building up yeah. as the show goes along. Um, old oh, what's her face? What's her name? Alfred Woodward. Woodward. She's really good in it, mm-hmm. being an evil bitch, fucking bitch. Um, and what's his face? The guy who plays Luke Cage's dad in that series. Um, he died while they were filming it. They like they just finished filming. Up to the point where they have the whole um attack on the on the um on thing he's building. Yeah. Um and he died like straight after that. They like they like he went on they went on break for filming and he died, so he, that's why he's not in the rest of the series. Oh. But luckily they'd filmed a scene there yeah, which was all like him. yeah, which is yeah. a good ending point for it. Um but yeah, the only thing that's like kinda of, I mean, it's not really a problem, is that the way the series ends is like a bit dark mm. for it is, but it also is the perfect thing to do for the following series is to have Luke Cage sort of like gain a bit of hubris and realise he's not like you know in charge of everything he can't become because he's you know edging towards becoming the thing he's been fighting and that'd be good but um, standout episode was probably episode 10 weirdly with Iron Fist in it like you know they finally gave got something good out of yeah. Iron Fist I um, actually
0: really liked Iron, Fis- Iron Fist's cameo in this one yeah it was,
1: re- it was a really good episode it actually had a serve the purpose and they worked together as a team and um, you know, I kind of like I think after Iron Fist season two, and I suppose they have to do another series of Luke Cage, they should just do a proper Heroes for Higher Series. I think it
0: should just be the next one. Yeah. It should just be what they do
1: next. But then you need to concentrate on Luke Cage and have like, you know, get him out of that club eventually. You gotta have him like or at least learn that he can't be taking control of things, he can't be the crime lord as it were, which yeah. is kinda of where it ends. Um but yeah, well, you could do a proper Heroes yeah. Heroes for Higher Series and that'd be awesome. Um, and, you know, be it something to replace a Defenders series, which probably won't happen. I don't know if they'll do another Defenders series. Because I don't know how long they've got this license thing going for, maybe. It's, I don't
0: know. I don't, it's just, I don't see them continuing
1: that. Yeah. Who else could they do in a Heroes for Hire series, though? Luke Cage, Jessica Jones,
0: and You've got, well, you've got um, Iron Misty Knight. You've got, um, you've got Humbug. She's got humbug. a steady job, though. Humbug, you can bring him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just talks to insects. It starts out as just like this... Like bloke who can use insects to do stuff. And then he... Because during World War Hulk... I think I've spoken about this before. But Humbug was really interesting in World War Hulk. He was really boring up until that point. He was just some dude who had like... Mm. Just wore body armour and could talk to insects and made them do stuff. It was a bit like Ant-Man but he had like a wider range of what he could communicate with. Mm. Um, during World War Hulk, because the asteroid came down... He was traveling through the alien spaceship and the parasites on the alien spaceship basically shrunk him down and they outfitted him with all this, all this, like, um, like bits of insect and fused him into it and stuff like that. Hmm. And then grew him back up to size. And they did it so that he could basically be like a, he could be their agent to take out the brood. Hmm. Cause the brood are an all encompassing, you know, they're a bit like aliens. They're yeah, the, yeah, they're yeah. the xenomorphs of the Marvel universe. And, um, so they gave him this, they basically made him like a suicide bomber, but didn't tell him that. And he, when he was shrunk down and covered in all this stuff, his power power level increased. So he became a mega level. Basically, he can control in, all the insects on the earth. Nice. But he also became completely empathetic in that situation, yeah. and so they could control him. Oh. So the brood ended up making him into well, the brood queen um, infected him. And he started mutating into, like, this... I don't think that would be something
1: they could do on Heroes for Hire. No, no, it's definitely not. They're not going
0: to do World War Hulk on Heroes for Hire. But anyway, Mm. that's something that happens in the comic. But Humbug's a really interesting character up until that Mm. point. He's like a weird surfer dude, but he's like...
1: They shouldn't have killed the wizard off in Jessica Jones. (laughs) Why not? Because the wizard could have been a centrepiece of Heroes for Hire.
0: No, the Heroes for Hire is it's those guys... It's uh, just Moon Knight, Is it Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi, Master of Kung Fu's in there as well, sometimes. Uh, Hercules was a hero for Hire.
1: Hercules, oh yeah, yeah. It's Hercules. there's a Hercules in DC as well, and Yeah, there is, yeah. Um, yeah. Hercules
0: was a hero for hire, and so was She-Hulk, briefly. Yeah, yeah Daredevil. Just do She-Hulk.
1: Just paint someone up green. Have a yeah. doing a legal drama. Yeah. That's like Daredevil needs. and he's more legal drama stuff, like actual courtroom drama things. Because yeah. they focus too much on the crime stuff. And they do a whole load of, like, we're dealing with crime stuff as lawyers, but they never actually show them doing the, the courtroom drama bits. And that's no. kind of... It's a bit depressing. You isn't? could do a whole episode based on that sort of thing. You know, I would like pay Tom Holland a shit ton of money and do the whole Peter Parker court case thing.
0: What, from Civil War?
1: No, the one where um, Matt Murdock
0: had to pretend to be Spider-Man. So that they could oh, have yes, um, Peter Parker oh, in court the, court the same 70s. time Spider-Man's around. Cocaine yeah. was one of the Marvel writers for quite a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you could uh, do. like Heroes of High would just be interesting. It would be a good move because... Um, yeah,
1: you could do a smaller story than Defenders tried to do. and You'd have to do a smaller
0: story yeah. than Defenders tried to do, because Defenders tried too
1: hard. Yeah. They never yeah. mention that building they destroyed in,
0: at the oh, end yeah, of Defenders. they just downed it to hide a dragon skeleton. Yeah. I do like the fact that Danny Rand keeps keeps saying that I punched a dragon in the face. That had better cabin. pay
1: off one day for yeah. like... <laughs> Luke Cage has to see the dragon eventually. Yeah, yeah. Is it and Thing not Fang, talking about Thang? heroin. No, it wasn't. It's just the, it's the dragon that exists. I think. I think it's actually called Shen Long. The dragon. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's not Fing Fang Fu. That's wrong country for him.
0: Yeah, but he's been in America before.
1: Fing Fang Fu can go anywhere he feels like. Yeah.
0: What? Isn't he an old man most of the time, and he becomes?
1: No, it's just a big old dragon. Kind of yeah, big old. old dragon. Mandarin's best bud. Yeah. Um. they to say Fing Fang Fu for um. Iron Man. Iron Man four. He's an Iron Man villain. Yeah. It just doesn't work for Iron Man, does it now?
0: Well,
1: that's why you got the real Mandarin. Go a bit crazy. Do you anything. think they're gonna
0: bring the new, the real Mandarin? They
1: should do. I That'd think they interesting, should interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah. They should do the Mandarin. But anyway, yeah, Luke Cage, friggin' beautiful series. Yeah, it's alright.
0: It's not like it's it. not the worst, not the best. It's another Marvel series that Second second attempt of the character. It's a little bit weaker. I think that's because they don't have that. They don't have cotton Mouth. Was it Cottonmouth?
1: Yeah, he was like too good for that first. Series. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was too good for the first series. Great.
0: But they don't have him. His sister does a lot of like, oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm going to do that. There's weird moments where they don't act when they should act, and when like lines are drawn but then completely scrubbed away. Bushmaster tries to set someone on fire, which should have been the end of Bushmaster. She should have just sent everything at him. Instead, it's just like, he
1: tried to set me on fire. Hmm. Can't believe that. That's just what life's like around there. But it's ridiculous.
0: Um, But that's... that's As a whole, the series is great. There's One of the things I find with Iron Fist, uh, not with Iron Fist, with Luke Cage, is that first series he was great on his own because we're finding out about him, his origins in there, and there's a lot of complex stuff going on. And they tried to do that again this series by having his father involved. But he was still better as an ensemble character. As soon as you had Danny Rand in there, going and with, doing stuff with him, great. As soon as you had Misty Knight in an episode, going and helping him out, fucking great. Mm.
1: Bushmaster it's and kind of part of the whole series, though, is yeah. that he's trying desperately to be a hero on his own, but he needs other people to be keeping him in check. Even Bushmaster keeps him in check a little Bushmaster
0: bit. Bushmaster and him, their yeah. team-up episode is great.
1: Yeah. I fucking loved it. Bushmaster when he fucking walks up and just uppercuts yeah. Luke Cage.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just such a great hit. Yeah. It's their fight on the bridge. Yeah. Like, you know, loads of stuff. It's good stuff in there. It's just I don't think them it's not that Mike Coulter's not strong enough as an actor. I think that he could be great in this. I think that Luke Cage is it a character. I makes me
1: think he looks like um fucking buffers fuck Benjamin Sisko from Star Trek Deep Space Nine. <laughs> he like got the
0: same little... My problem is that Luke Cage Doesn't have a costume and doesn't really have an identity beyond, I want to protect the streets of Harlem. He's
1: got a hoodie. A hoodie's his costume. He
0: doesn't have any super speed. All he's got is he he basically is very strong. Yeah. And he's got unbreakable skin. So how is he going to protect the entirety of Harlem, a crime ridden area, a place that's always... There's always violence, there's always control and power grabs. How is he going to do that by That was the
1: whole point of the Iron Fist thing. It was basically like, it's not just like you know we we, mm. we work on our things but we protect the whole city as a yeah. whole like
0: but it was but it's, it's still it's interesting and I like mm. it it's flawed but it's not terrible it's it's still not the worst Marvel series that's going to be Iron Fist <laughs> yeah um, and it's not the best because the best is Daredevil series 1 and 2 actually
1: Iron Fist or, or um, Inhumans
0: Inhumans isn't in the same universe Inhumans was its own beast it wasn't connected to anything else Marvel based mm. at they least made this,
1: references they... to S.H.I.E.L.D. a few times and yeah, but... It's meant... To th- I think the idea of the human Inhumans were they were hoping to tie that into um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., weren't they? Yeah, but it just didn't
0: work. No, because it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had a better Inhumans story than Inhumans the series. Yeah. Inhumans was really hard to watch. The last series
1: of Agents S.H.I.E.L.D. was really good.
0: How many episodes of Inhumans did you get into?
1: I watched the whole thing. All eight episodes. Well, there's only
0: eight episodes. Fuck me. How'd you get through them? It wasn't good. I, was, I got to the episode in which the guy who can see the future partially sometimes, but all the time, because his power doesn't work, um, mm. is trapped in a drug house.
1: Oh yeah, a bit where he thinks he's going to do a thing and he kicks yeah. the wood and it just like backfires <laughs> <Yeah>. on <off>.
0: him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, so, how do their powers work?
1: No, it's no, because he's, he he's got the concussion, his brain wasn't working. Oh, and right. humans get concussions, that's yeah. great,
0: living on the moon, the moon, their brains and everything else still working, yeah. so they fucking yeah. that series.
1: They've got the same biology as humans, it's no, just their DNA's... No, they've got,
0: they've got, um, so they come from Titans. They come from the same race as Thanos. So the Kree created Titans who were meant to be defenders and they were basically creating an army from. Yeah, that doesn't go into that. You
1: can still get a concussion.
0: I don't think you can.
1: Well, he can, he got a concussion. He got a concussion
0: because of bad screenwriting.
1: (laughs) He got a concussion because he hurt his head.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. Yeah. Shwee. Is it my my (laughs) review now?
1: Sure, why not? Whatever.
0: Okay, so I'm going to also review something from Netflix. Surprise, surprise, because I just reviewed something from Netflix. So you do know. Also you just put Netflix. Netflix on. Non-stop. So I watched a series called Final Space. Yeah, it's an animated series. Much in the vein of Futurama. What I'm going to do is I'm actually going to read the IMDb synopsis because that'll make my life a little bit easier. It gives you an idea of what it's about from someone who's not insane. So, uh, Final Space is about an astronaut named Gary and his planet-destroying sidekick called Mooncake, named after his pet worm he had as a child. Oh. Um, they embark on a serialised... Uh, sorry, they embark on serialised journeys through space in order to unlock the mystery of where the universe actually ends and if it actually does exist.
2: Oh. Um,
0: and, it's, and it's a fairly fun, fairly fun series. There's lots of little bits here and there that are great. Um, the main character suffers from idiot disease. Sometimes he makes smart decisions and sometimes he makes stupid decisions
1: because they want to beat Futurama. armor
0: certainly yeah. yeah um but it does also have its own own style um one of the things that it does for the future armor doesn't do is it has a great um has a great handle on its characters and it doesn't it doesn't um it's not so romanced about losing them there's a particular character who is very capable and they have an arc and they have a journey and then once that's complete they just get killed and yeah, the journey sort of passed over but it's the way that that happens is really interesting it's a bit jarring but it's it's in a funny way and then it's a little bit sad and then it's progression yeah, kill them all and the fact that the fact that there's only one series right now we don't really know where everything's going but it ends on a cliffhanger it's a very interesting cliffhanger and there is there is all, all the way throughout this connective tissue and there is a fantastic episode in which they go inside the mind of a god there's like a, towards the end it's revealed that there are basically like like the um celestials from the marvel universe Oh, there's things like the Marvel universe. There's these read these giant another beings. Book. There's these giant beings that live outside of our, of our space, of our planet. Um, and they're sort of, they're all frozen because they've just, they've just relegated themselves to this outside. They're not going to mess. They're not going to tamper. They've just created the universe and it just lives and exists. Um, and there's an episode in which they keep, firstly, they have to continuously warp their ship to get through it. And you know that scene in, uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 where they warp 52 times. They just keep going. And you see inside the ship and their their faces are all distorting and things like yeah. that. Basically, that happens but instead of their faces all distorting they just go ah! and stop every so often their brains are just they are getting headaches and they're just obviously fucking their bodies, bodies up horribly. Um, and then they actually go inside of the in the alien god because they have to go inside of it and they go to its mind to go and communicate with it. Um, and there's a scene in which the main character he, he jumps once and he's like and he goes oh a tear and he looks at it and he goes oh there's blood. Why am I bleeding out my eyes? And then he goes we're gonna jump again now, and they jump again, and it's just streaming down. It's like why is there blood coming out of my eyes? No. It's, and it's one of those what happens when you hyper jump too much. It's, it's not a hyper jump though, it's like a jump within biological space. Yeah. Um but anyway, it's it's a really interesting little series, and it made me laugh a lot more than I expected. The the whole thing works and it's just quite silly. Um but it's not stupid. The main character may be, but the series itself has a lot of smart ideas and they it feels a lot like um it feels a lot like, again, like the Orville. It feels like they have a lot of respect and love for Star Trek, but also a few drum and other things and those have influenced how the series is made. Mm. Um, it's got a great cast. You've got Fred Armisen, uh, Tom Kenny. There's also uh, David Tennant, Stephen Yeun, yeah. uh, Gina Torres. You know, there's loads of good talented people in there. Um, so, yeah, I'd recommend people check it out. Who is it that the place is dead? I know it's done some of the famous as well. Um
1: did don't know. You didn't think to memorise the entire cast. No, past. I can't remember
0: who, who his dad is. Oh, Ron Pelman. Ah. Joe DiMaggio is in it as well. I've met Ron Perlman. Joe DiMaggio.
1: Ron Pelman is alright.
0: Andy Rector's in it.
1: Andy Rector. Um, Rector.
0: Yeah, Stephen Yuan's amazing in it. Uh, so is David Tennant,
1: actually. He's the official Asian in films now, isn't he?
0: Who? David Tennant? No,
1: Stephen, <laughs> Stephen Ewan. <laughs> He's taken over from John Cho. He has. He has. Yeah. Well,
0: John Cho got old but yeah. didn't show it. It would be good if
1: in the next Star Trek film they just replaced John Cho with Steven Yeun. and no one. <laughs>
0: no, never mentioned.
1: Not even in the press releases. It's,
0: it's the fact that every time I see John Cho, I'm like, he's got to age. And then like, I see him and I'm like, well, he hasn't.
1: Yeah, he's like 40 something now, isn't he? He's almost
0: 50, isn't
1: he? What? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, John Cho. I mean... Yeah, I still haven't seen the third Harold and Kumar film.
0: Have you not? It's actually yeah. it's, it's got a great train spotting mock up scene mm. where they. they um, do you know who? Oh, I say, this is testing me now. You do you know who? Oh, he's the writer of like, he's the writer of loads of kids films and stuff. He did the night the museum films. Yeah. Um, John Cho is born in 1972. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Forty six. So f- Forty six. Yeah. Um, let me just quickly find out who that is in Harold and Kumar. But yeah, Harold and Kumar. It's it's got a great joke in which basically this guy somehow gets stuck in the stuck going on this misadventure with them, and he's got his baby. He's looking after his baby. He's like he's like one of Harold's neighbors, so he's like like just this uh, like suburban guy, and he gets stuck with his baby, and the baby is in a cupboard as they're hiding from drug dealers, and it's not some cocaine. And they're like, "That's not going to hurt the baby, is it?" No, that's that's definitely like, this baby's been punched in the head and stuff all through the film It's like horribly abused, but it's like it's not some cocaine. He goes, "That's not going to hurt the baby, is it?" It's like. It's one scene where they're like, cuts to drug dealers and cuts back to inside, it and they're like, he's like, oh, where's my baby gone? <laughs> and look on the room, this baby's crawling on the ceiling and its neck turns all the way around. I was like, oh, train spot. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Thomas, Thomas Lennon. He was also in Dark Knight Rises, play the Doctor. He's a comedy mm-hmm. director, actor sometimes.
1: That's why he's in the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah. Because I'm sure that was joke, film was a joke. But yeah, Final Space. Um, I really, really liked it. Um, i give it to Julianne Moore I'd recommend people watch, check it out it's it's going to fill a gap if you want to watch more BoJack Horseman if you want to watch more Futurama and things like that this kind of is has a lot of different humour styles all fit in and it it does work David Tennant's phenomenal as the main filler Scrooge film. McDuck now isn't he yeah. Yeah, did yeah you see his voice
1: in Donald Duck yeah Donald uh, Cheadle. Uh, Don Cheadle for yeah. one episode yeah he's watched a video about where they talk when talking to him about it
0: where he's talking about like all you stuff you have to um, that's in not the
1: lyrics Jack. I don't know the words
0: What's there,
1: what's um, do it? No. But there's there's, Wait, no, what, what what there's the a lyrics? video where they're like interviewing Don Cheadle about playing Donald Duck. Yeah. He's talking about how seriously he took the role about living like a duck, learning about ducks and <laughs> this sort of stuff. <laughs> and it's got on his um, thing it says Don Cheadle Fan of Survivor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he did survive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well they couldn't kill off all the black actors. We got War Machine at least.
0: Well, they didn't need to, they got Mbaku. He'd yeah. be the only one that needs to be there. Well he killed half the Black Panther. Baku. Okoye is...
1: survived, didn't she? Yeah. And we didn't see what happened to Shuri.
0: No, Shuri survived. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't think we saw her. I think the last thing you saw was when she leaps out the.
0: No, she fell. Thing. Yeah. She, she falls, gets
1: out, she. but then you don't see her again. Mm. Good old Shuri.
0: They're bringing back. Well, the vision's going to come back, isn't
1: it? Uh, possibly, yeah. I reckon in the next one, um, Iron Man should come back as you oh, your Iron Man armor. So it's cute. And then she just makes him an armor and died like, two seconds. Because well, he's here's got a way cooler now. one. Yeah, make something cooler.
0: Well, the nanotech.
1: <laughs> yeah. She can't resign.
0: One of the things I didn't understand, Thanos grabs his uh, spoilers for infinity, well, we've already reviewed it. I think I've already seen it at this point. Yeah. Thanos steals his sword off of his armour, and instead of it having some sort of failsafe where when it's removed from the main unit, which would be the control unit, it would just fall apart and not be a sword anymore. Yeah. It just stays a sword. And then Wireless it, communication. When it's stabbed into him, instead of it being there being a safety program in which the sword couldn't be torn off and then stabbed into its own matter. It just goes through him. It's fine. Iron Man, the world's smartest man who decides to build like a tiny little thing that can house, house nanotechnology that can become this advanced suit of armor which can do pretty much anything in the new movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He doesn't think to add in failsafe to protect himself from the enemy possibly being power- powerful um. enough to rip stuff. Is it Hubris possibly that did it? Possibly, yeah. But who knows. Anyway, Julianne Moore for for Final Space. I recommend everyone goes to see him. Oh. Or watches it on their TVs. Netflix is gonna be more expensive soon. Is it? Yep. Oh. Yep. So then you will have to use my account. We'll have to use the same account yeah. to save money.
1: Oh I like my account. Cool. Well you can
0: have your own little tab on there. That's gay. Okay. God. You can call it and, and then every so often I'll call it I'll change it to a net. Just to my cool Ha 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 Right Okay. Life is like a Hurricane. Here in Duckburg Yeah. Yeah.
1: Race cars, lasers, aeroplanes. It's a duck blur. Oh. Yeah. It might solve a mystery or recreate history.
0: Yeah. Duck tales. Woo! Mm. Da-da-da! Every,
1: uh, every day we're out here making duck tales. Or good Woo-hoo. luck tales. Yep. Yeah. Not fairy tales or cotton tales. Just duck tales. And you just, the lyrics, man. Jesus. Is that right? You probably don't even know the lyrics dark Darkwing Duck.
0: I don't. I don't watch
1: Dark End Up. Oh god! Am I allowed to review something now? Yeah, go for it. it. My second review. It is wasted a lot of time. This is going to be another two-hour-long one again. No, it's not. It's going to be done soon.
0: My next stuff is going to be short. I told you, I reviewed the big stuff first.
1: No, that's not how you structure these things. You should build up.
0: Look, I reviewed the big things Mm. first.
1: You're structuring this like a WWE pay per view. Talking of which, WWE Extreme Rules was on uh, week before last, and um, it was
0: awful. What size um, costume should I be in? Kids sizes. What husky twelve?
1: Have they got chunk? Yeah. <laughs> we get chunk one. Um, yeah. WWE Extreme Rules pay per view the other day. Extreme Rules is meant to be the pay per view where all the rules go out the window and it has all the like you know the hardcore matches and shit and the cage matches and stuff and there was hardly any of it and they had a segment in the middle of the show where they had three matches in a row which didn't last more than five minutes, and all of them ended with like screwy finishes and stuff, or didn't even actually get started. It was just bullshit, dusty finishes that went nowhere, just screwing over basically the fans and the viewers and stuff. Um, and they felt the need to make the show four hours long now, because apparently that's how long WWE pay-per-views need to be now, that they're cross-brand and they have Raw and SmackDown guys in every event. It's
0: ridiculous,
1: isn't it? But despite having a four-hour-long pay-per-view... And managing to have three matches that finished literally three matches within the space of twenty minutes, they churned through. They still couldn't have the Iron Man match main event go for longer than half an hour, like Iron Man matches are meant to be an hour, not half an hour. And they were worried that people's attention span wouldn't hold for a whole hour. This is like the misunderstanding their fans cosmically in an incredible way. Um, the two last two matches were good, mm-hmm. like good enough, not. Yeah. Great, but the main event, the Iron Man match, was like like a half an hour Iron Man match, and they basically did the thing that should have been the end of the, the last ten minutes in the first ten minutes. So then you had ten minutes of just not really any tension building because mm. you know full well they're eventually going to score because that whole thing in Iron Man match, you have a time in it, person who scores the most pinfalls wins. Yeah. So they had Dolph Ziggler get ahead early on by cheating a whole load. Well, by um. Basically, he Dolph Ziggler was behind his buddy jumps in the ring, beats the shit out of Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. which gives Dolph Ziggler a wait, bunch of disqualifications. Yeah, his main yeah, in the main event yeah, wrestler. Yeah, yeah, right. Because his wrestling event. Yeah, no, 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 know, I know. No, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I just had
0: like I had like for some reason I had CM Punk. No, he's. Well, and I was like Seth Rollins. And I was like, yeah. no wait, CM Punk. But
1: yeah, he no. like his buddy jumps in the ring, beats down Seth Rollins. Dolph Ziggler gets a bunch of disqualifications. Yep. Which like you know, is bad generally mm. so it like puts Seth Rollins ahead. But the whole thing is is that they do all that so Seth Rollins can then but Dolph Ziggler can just score a shit ton of pinfalls on him while he's yeah. out cold and he gets himself ahead and it's like, Oh wow, well, oh, Dolph Ziggler's ahead now, Seth Rollins has to climb back up. But they did that and then there's like still twenty minutes of the match left. So it's not <laughs> really
0: like yeah,
1: that tension's not there. If they did that in the last 10 minutes, that would be a tense 10 minutes, Yeah, but it wasn't.
0: So what, what do you mean a pinfall when you say pinfall? When you pin your opponent. When you just pin. Yeah, so as long pinfall. as you win a pin.
1: Pinfall, submission, disqualification, whatever. So if, I, if you win a match, so you just so to win as if many... If I just pin m- them down
0: and then let them go immediately and then pin them down for another second with that count as two... Well, you
1: got to do three count.
0: Okay. Yeah. Three but um, If I just killed someone, it'd be a lot easier. Yeah, you just shoot them. No, don't shoot them. Mm. You choke them yeah okay that's a choke hold yeah, that's a the,
1: pin yeah no it's not <laughs> choke holds aren't allowed but it's are just, they not no you're not allowed to choke people this no let no. choke holds point.
0: anymore
1: never would never would it's always been the line that's why they always when they put them in a sleeper the referee always checks to make sure they're not crushing their windpipe they right. only going on the edges um, but yeah the rest of the paper was bollocks though like it started with a match that was mediocre every single one in between was terrible last two matches were just about passed, well, it might be the worst pay-per-view they did since December to dismember, which was awful.
0: What about the one they did in Saudi?
1: Oh, well, the one where no women were yeah. allowed to appear in it, yeah. Like, um, the
0: they, only people that actually wrestle anymore. They women. announced
1: this week that they're going to do a uh, no women's, women's only, only pay-per-view, and nerds are moaning, saying, when's the men's only pay-per-view? One of my buddies checked the stats. There's been 110 pay-per-views with no women on it in yeah. WWE. Now, consider they didn't start doing more than 12 a year until a few years back. That's quite spectacular. um, Especially seeing as women's wrestling has been a thing in WWE consistently yeah. for the last 10, 15 years. Like, to have 110 pay-per-views with no women's match is pretty shocking. The
0: problem is, well, women's women's events are more popular. The
1: women's wrestling is fantastic. Yeah, like I'm saying,
0: like that's what I meant. It's It's the only real wrestling now. Hmm. They throw themselves around.
1: Um, they got Shayna Baszler in East in the NXT one. She used to be a um, cage fire, UFC fire. Yeah, so did Ronda um, Rousey. She's in it. Yeah, Rousey, Rousey, Yeah, but Ronda Rousey is actually quite good. Shocking yeah. how good she is. I thought she'd be like, CM you Mike. know, <laughs> like one of those <laughs> ones where they're a bit lame and like they don't really get it. Yeah. But um, she's the pace, Her pacing's fantastic in those matches. But Shayna Baselaw, who's like similar to her, but she's not as pretty as Ronda Rousey, so that's why she doesn't get the push yeah. and not as well-known. Um, she has got, a, she looks like a fighter. She looks like she's been punched a few times. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, just like... Um, I'm trying to think of a celebrity woman who got punched a lot by her husband. Um, who was married to Johnny Depp? <laughs> <laughs> Amber, oh, Amber Heard. Amber no, um, Heard. No, Shayna Baselaw's like a tough-looking woman, yes. but she's fantastic in there. Her, her selling is amazing in a match. Like, if someone injures her arm, she does this thing... It's, it's a crazy thing. It used to be done in wrestling years ago. They don't do it anymore. She remembers her arm's injured and she sells it for the rest of the match. Really? Like, if her shoulder gets put out of joint, like, she's supposed to be, oh, my shoulder's injured. Yeah. She doesn't pick anyone up with that arm anymore. She doesn't throw any punches. <laughs> like, she remembers that shit. She can't reach for the rope with that arm She has to try and go rough. one. It's like she remembers all that little stuff which the most of wrestlers it. forget. Like, Triple H, you could have a wrestler work his knee for 30 minutes in a match, mm. he'll hobble for a second, but the It'd moment he gets a move on his opponent, he's like, here comes the pedigree where I <laughs> land on both my knees. <laughs> like, the only time Triple H sold a leg injury was when he got put in the walls of Jericho and he um, tore his quadricep in his leg.
0: Yeah,
1: That's the only time he saw it sold a leg injury, because his thigh was literally not connected to his kneecap. That's
0: fucking grim as well, isn't Wrestled
1: it? 15 minutes... Like that (laughs) Like can't argue The guy's not tough No no That's that's (laughs) impressive No but that pay-per-view Yeah pay-per-view Was absolutely bogged To say how bad it was Right the December To December pay-per-view Was There was a period Where WWE tried to Revive ECW With their own show And they started it Around June And at first They were doing Extreme matches And all this sort of stuff And trying to get A little bit of the flavour Of the original ECW But cleaned up WWE style And then they just like Bottomed the whole thing out And put loads of Established WWE wrestlers In there Made them the stars Got rid of all the Extreme matches And stuff like that they launched a pay per view and they only advertised one match for the entire pay per view, and the arena was empty. Like apparently, let about three thousand people attended it, so the camera was permanently locked in one side because they made everyone sit on the same part of the arena, and then they turned all the lights down so you couldn't see who was that. There was hardly anyone in the audience. Yeah, um, and then they filled the rest of the card out with matches no one had heard of, like. No one knew they were going to be. There was no feuds behind any of them. They were literally. It wasn't like they'd hinted at these matches coming up the previous weeks. Even if they, even though they had storylines, the whole thing was built around the main event, and it was a bollocks main event. And Bobby Lashley won it.
0: So it's just like it's essentially just like um, UFC events when they lose some of the undercards, they just replace them on a on a dime. They're always crap. Chuck anyone out there?
1: Yeah. yeah. But when you got a pay per view, that pay per view was like the main event was like jobbers. Like sun, it was like an episode of Sunday Night Heat yeah. that happened to have a big cage match at the end, and um, that's how bad Extreme Rules was. It was like on that level. One of the things that, shocking because they've been good recently.
0: One of the things I never forget yeah, is watching. Um, they had UFC. They had um, they had a couple of undercards, and one of them was just one of the old Ultimate Fighter guys who won that like Ultimate Fighter two or something like that. Yeah, and I was really not looking forward to it. Um was and it- it turned into Daniel Cormier, I think, was fighting in the main event, and he's always good, but he's always very, this is going to get done in three rounds. Yeah. And that doesn't make for the most a fun UFC event. There's not a lot of punching with Daniel Cormier. He uses a lot of his weight, and he's a grappler. So a few fights before that, you've got one of the... pre pride, man. Pride isn't good either.
1: <laughs> Pride's so, awesome. Isn't. They'll chuck a tiny little midget against the sumo wrestler. Uh,
0: <laughs> so, um, so, sorry, so, um, so, yeah, there was this little undercard fight, didn't think much of it. It's, it's still ten rounds, so it's a good long fight, and you never want you never want a proper fight to go to ten rounds because that means that people are being technical. There's not a lot of hitting. There's a lot mm. of moving and stuff. This fight went ten rounds, and I've never been more excited to watch ten rounds in my life. Mm. Basically, um, the guy that was fighting what is his name? Diego Diego Sanchez? No, not Diego, Diego Cortez? Sanchez. No, 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 no um, I'm sure it was. Uh, But anyway, it's a Mexican dude who basically, in the first round, he takes a really bad elbow to the head and his forehead goes and just expands into a robin egg. Right?
1: Sexy. He's got extra padding on the eye. That's illegal.
0: (laughs) Um, So, But he keeps fighting. He's still going. Every so often, he starts unloading wildly and he really fucking gets some good hits in. But the problem is that he's He's missing too many of them. The guy's blocking a lot and the guy comes back. and goes like pop, pop, pop and then get some distance pop, pop, pop get some distance and he keeps like the guy that's fighting Diego keeps thinking I'm going to call him Diego for the purposes of the conversation keeps thinking that he's going to go down any second. Those pop ups, they're, they're affecting the robins are getting bigger. It looks like a pterodactyl egg by this point and he's still pop, pop and he's like and he's got a cut below one of his eyes and there's blood coming down and he's like pop, pop and he's still fucking going. Diego's still going. And every so often gets too close. And he unloads with this fucking volley of punches. And it's just it would just take one to go wrong. And the opponent goes down. But Diego keeps missing him. Too many blocks. Still mm. gets a few in. Still rocks him. But just not enough. Um, round four. That robin's egg gets hit with another elbow. Nice. And guess what happens? Uh, it fucking explodes. Oh, sexy. And there is blood everywhere. So Diego... Has this massive wound, like blood everywhere. Ref comes over, he's like, Well, look, it's a bit fucked, but you can keep fine. You can still see how many things are holding up. It's fine. You can do this. Yeah, gets, it's always good when you've got
1: less blood pissing out near your eye. Yeah, no. but <laughs> it's
0: it. like, he's got blood, blood coming down. It's like, it's <laughs> fucked. He's covered in it. Like, he's essentially, his top half is just red now, not just from his exhaustion, but <laughs> from blood as well. Um, so you're and,
1: talking like a, a five or a six on the Muto scale? Yeah. Yeah. On the Muto scale. Which is, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> So anyway, Diego um, gets up after taking this because the ref was pulled him He said, I've got to check here. Yeah. And he's like, fuck it. He's going back into the fight. So, yeah, back in there. So Diego comes in and the guy's looking at him and he doesn't want to punch his robin anymore. He doesn't want to punch his face anymore. He's like, he's still going like, pop up. And he's getting some distance, but they're softer. And you can see him. And Diego has blood rage at this point. So I have never seen a man more determined to just keep hitting. Is that it?
1: No, I'm talking about the Muta scale. Oh, okay. It's a wrestling reference.
0: All right. So (laughs) I got to watch six rounds of this guy who should have been dead. For all medical purposes, should have been dead. Yeah. He kept unloading. And the end of the fight, the last 30 seconds... The guy that he's fighting just goes, fuck it, you've earned this. And they just start unloading on each other, like swinging wildly. And they keep hitting each other and you're like, someone is going down. And Diego, Diego just keeps hitting, he keeps taking these punches in his face. He's still hitting, it doesn't affect him, he's still fucking going forward. And the guy, the guy, you can see the guy go, oh shit, I can't take any more of these. And just a little pop-up and then jumps back. And Diego, instead of Diego going like and giving him some space and taking a breath himself. Diego goes, no, fuck No. Come on! And then runs towards the guy, mm. streaming, covered in blood, and just starts unloading on the dude. And right. it was one of the most spectacular 10 rounds of UFC I've ever seen in my life. It was just, it, it's like a Rocky film when it's right. like that, but it's so very rarely like that. And he died of blood loss next day. <laughs> he died thing. of no botulism. He yeah. drank too much of his own blood. Yeah.
1: In WWE, if you die of botulism, it's because you made too many expert mistakes. Yeah. Botched, watch.
0: Watch. Yeah. I know. Uh, uh, but yeah, like there's not enough like that anymore. Mm. do you no think they
1: m- always have a match on standby for when CM Punk has a fight because they know they're probably going to need to fill <laughs> yeah. some time
0: what well, knows um, I think I remember someone saying Here's to me the
1: that 30th minute of cheerleaders dancing
0: someone, someone I think it was Joe Rogan made the joke that they're not only having undercards when Brock Lesnar fights they can have overcards because he always ends the fight in the first round
1: yeah he's gonna have another match soon isn't he um, no not fight. until next year
0: is it next year yeah he's, uh, he's out until next year he's got a ban hasn't he because he got caught doing uh, cocaine yeah. I don't know he I got know. caught doing something bad
1: I know they were talking about in WWE recently, because he's going to lose his title soon. Yeah, he
0: is. But, um, Well, he got upset that he's going to lose the title and then he challenged Daniel Cormier. Did you see him? He pushed Daniel yeah, Cormier a, after he... all,
1: It makes me people brought into that. Like, that's a work. That's yeah. entirely I, I, a WWE
0: That's what I mean. Like he, he is learning from WWE how to act in yeah. those situations. And Daniel... He
1: needs Paul Heyman cutting his promos for him in UFC. It would be that's amazing.
0: I don't Michael know kind someone... Brock <laughs> Lesnar. I don't know if anyone told Daniel Cormier because <laughs> Daniel Cormier just turned around and said, you won't be able to push me again. Lesnar. Like Brock Lesnar was still in wrestling mode because he's wearing a suit. And obviously, you can't fucking fight in a suit. You got a watch on. You got a bunch of shit. Lesnar just flexes and it'll you fly, fly off. Tear someone's face apart with fucking keys and shit in your pocket. Uh, but Daniel Cormier, I don't think Daniel Cormier knew because I think he was ready to fight Brock Lesnar right there and then. yeah flattened. No, Daniel Cormier, no, you'll win. Not after a fight. Yeah, he Not won in two rounds. Lesnar with time to prepare. He won in two <laughs> rounds. He took down... Was it Anthony... Amph- not Anthony Johnson. He took Les-
1: down- Brock Lesnar once threw a shark. Yeah? Has has he... Has What's his face done that? No.
0: No, but he's thrown people big as sharks.
1: Hmm. Anyway, you review something, you wretched drain on society.
0: Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, my next review... It's again, it's uh it's a smaller movie, you know, because we're at the back end now. Physically actually
1: only takes up fifty percent of the yeah. screen. Yeah.
0: Actually yeah. <laughs> actually, interestingly enough, um I saw Ant Man and the Wasp. Ah. Yeah. You pirated it. Nope. You filthy pirate. No. Nope. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Of course you did. No, I didn't. Yeah. Ant Man and the Wasp, starring Mikai Pfeiffer from Dawn of the Dead. And it's also got Kirk Douglas. And it's got um Michelle Pfeiffer's not in Dawn of the Dead. Frank Lilly. And it's got um Paul Rudd. Yeah. 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 And Walter Coggins. Mackay Pfeiffer. From he's in Scary Movie. No wait, no, that's Kevin Hart. He's in Eight Mile <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Mackay Pfeiffer. Yeah. Yeah, he's in the he's in the quantum realm. And then it the joke works. No, it doesn't does it? Does, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um so you know the story of Ant-Man and the Wasp You've seen a trailer right? No Funk it It's fun I'll watch no. it when it's out Fun stuff Next about, week fun Legally About a man who Can control ants Yeah So do you want Do you want to do A quick synopsis? A no Because you're just going to Go through the entire film I won't go through the entire movie I won't go through it, the entire movie And then this happens And then this happens I'll start with the beginning I'll just do Spoilers this. I'll just do the beginning so, um, we come in on Paul Rudd, who is, well, was Ant-Man. He hasn't been in contact with Janet Van Dyne or, um, or Hank Pym. Um, or, um, Jack, what's the <laughs> door's name? What's Hope, Hope, Pym? Hope. <laughs> um, you're right. Yeah. The Coke's strong, isn't it? Mm-hmm. How much whiskey have you been there? Um, basically, um, Hank, Hank and Hope are on the run because, uh, these Sokovia uh, records. No. so basically um, Ant-Man Paul Rudd his actions in Civil War have meant that they have been they have been targeted because it was their technology so they're also considered responsible for breaching the Scovia Award we've
1: not got over that yet
0: no Um, so um, (laughs) this is set before Infinity War so to put it Mm. into into perspective there's no global threat or anything like that so no one's said anything about the Scovia Accords being off Um, Mm. so um, Paul Rudd has been he's under house arrest he has a watcher played by.
1: Who well, are a watcher?
0: Uh, no, no. He has like he has like a like a someone who comes and visits the house all the time, played by Randall Park, all who right. played Kim Jong Un in the interview, um, yeah. and and he like, he essentially just just comes over and says, "Well, you're still here. Your ankle brace. says you're still here, and all so on and so forth." Um, due to some events. Uh, Paul Rudd comes in contact with Hank and Hope and again gets the ability to use the Ant-Man suit um, and he is going to help them get into the quantum realm where Jennifer Dine Dyne has been lost for the last 30 years. Oh. Also someone looking to... What's she been eating? I don't know. There is there is some stuff I have questions about, but they sort of answer it, mm-hmm. Um the quantum realm, in general, it's not really a spoiler to go into what the quantum realm is. It's just the space within spaces. Doctor Strange went there during his film, and obviously we went there in the first film. Time doesn't work the same way. Yeah, there are time storms. Uh, there are also healing particles. Like essentially, there's there's also creatures down there. Like there's there's more than we've seen so far. Yeah, and we don't really see that much more of it in this. We sort of see it. Scenery-wise, but we don't really learn more about what it is. Yeah. We just hear bits and pieces. Um, but I think that that's obviously where they're setting up how they're going to beat Thanos in Infinity War Two. I mean, think there's a lot to do with what's happening in this. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, they um, Walter Goggins plays an arms dealer who is also after the after the Ant Man suit and after the Pym particles and after the technology involved in that. Um, and then on the other side of things, you've got a uh, ghost who is a lady who has the ability to phase in and out. She is also after the quantum realm because that has something to do with an illness that she's developed, which means her phasing isn't always isn't always something that she controls. So mm-hmm. she sort of feels herself tearing apart between two dimensions. Oh, um, no. it's, it's all very interesting. Um, a lot of people complain that this is smaller on scale, mind the pun. Um, it's, it's not... It, that, I don't think that's a good way of describing it. It's not that it's smaller on scale. I think that it's because it's just the stakes are so much it have more. a giant
1: blue laser going in the sky at the end.
0: No, it's just because the oh. stakes are so much more relating to characters. It's yeah, not an people event. don't like that in films now.
1: No. Yeah. There are some great scenes. Something about Friggin' Gardens Galaxy Volume 2. And they go, oh, the entire universe is in danger, but uh, it's all just about his dad and his son. Like... Why
0: is going on with Earth after that, by the way? The Sokovia Accords came in before what happened in Gardens of the Galaxy yeah but what happens in the Gardens of the Galaxy film volume 2 sorry should probably make them scared of space yeah a little bit no one seemed to mention it though it went on for miles didn't it like yeah. it was really quick moving yeah huh well, but anyway yeah so I mean, a was, deal. it's great um, Lawrence Fishbourne <laughs> is having more fun in this than I've seen him have in any DC movie he's great
1: in this yeah he's Perry White isn't he yeah
0: not in this he's Goliath no there's good life in this. There's uh, that scene from the trailer in which he, he goes, what was the biggest you ever got to? And Lawrence Fishburne says, 25 feet. And he goes, how about you? And he goes, 65. I like that. Yeah. It's a nice little, nice little back and forth. I like it. Um, there is more of the, more of the, um, giant man stuff. So nice. it's Ant-Man and giant man. So he does both, goes big and small. Um, they are peppering in sort of, um, the idea that has a toll on him. Obviously, oxygen and things like that. When you're small, the, the suit's designed so that when you're small, oxygen is fed into the system. Yeah. But when you're big, it doesn't. The oxygen particles don't change size. Obviously, they stay the same. Yeah. So it doesn't feed into the system. So you just this ventilation system doesn't work. The pin particles reduce down the oxygen as it goes into the suit. They don't expand it. Yeah, you would have to have two systems for that. So yeah, so they expand more. On that like in the comics, obviously there was there was a detrimental effect to yeah. it for people that were using pin particles before Hank worked out that there was a runoff, like radiation, that fed off of it and it caused insanity and and caused the id to grow. No. Uh, that's not been touched on in this film yet. I think in the first one they had a little bit of an abuse subplot where Hank Pym was angry or he, he lost his temper a few times yeah. and he mentioned that was a side effect of the pin particles and then obviously, um, obviously Yellow Jacket, his whole thing was he was fucking insane. Yeah, it and it's because he was testing and experimenting with pin particles without actually knowing what they did to people. Yeah. Um uh, but it's the blowing Wasp. up goats in the first one. Yeah, he shrank them down and they melted. <laughs> um but yeah, ant Man and the Wasp, it's yeah, it's it's just kind of great. Mm. It's got a nice scale for what it is. There's a lot of really nice scenes. I just You'll have to I get... watch
1: it, it's not out here till Thursday. Is it not? No.
0: Oh, what hell I saw it then! You
1: pirated it. I didn't pirate it off the internet.
0: Did not pirate it. Blatantly pirate. I genuinely didn't pirate it. Yeah, you did. yeah I, I did not pirate it. Mm. I promise mm. you.
1: Mm. Mm. You've been going to them Chinese markets again and buying your VCDs.
0: No, I did not break the law in any way watching this. No, really? I guarantee you. Yeah. yeah right. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah so mm. I recommend seeing it. It's not. It's not as good as Iron Man Three or Iron Man One. Or 4 free, or Guardians of the Galaxy 1 or 2, or, you know. Um, what else has it been? Steel. Or Ant-Man 1 even. It's not as good as any of those. I think it's, it's a good film. It's like a good 6 out of 10. So if I was going to give you anything, I'd say Seth Green, Seth Rogen. Seth Green. I was going to say Seth Green. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rogen. You know, it's, it's exactly what you need when you need it and you know what you're going you're going to get when you go into it.
1: Yeah, I try to avoid Seth Rogen in what? general, because it's kind of irritating.
0: Oh, I thought James Franco it's was the irritating James. one. They're both irritating. Isn't James Franco also a purveyor of 17-year-old arsehole? Yeah. Just like Jared Leto. That's
1: why he got into Spring Breakers.
0: Yeah, Jared Leto, eh? Jared Leto's terrible. He is a child molester.
1: Yeah, that's something that's been going around for years, but people have ignoring seems...
0: it. I don't know that... I That's the thing.
1: Somehow it doesn't stick to him. Yeah, how but you just that? look at him and he looks creepy.
0: It's not that he looks creepy, because he is a good actor. Oh, but is he a good actor no because excuse? he's actually a fucking monster?
1: He's not as good as James Woods. And
0: <laughs> James Woods is a fucking monster.
1: He Did you know he was he played Rudy Giuliani in the Rudy Giuliani biopic? No. Nope. About 15 years ago. No, I did not. Yeah, that's a thing that happened. <laughs> he should play Trump.
0: <laughs> no, he'd get too much of an erection to actually do the job.
1: Not at his age.
0: He gets aroused when he talks about college kids not being able to go to school. Yeah, true. Such a cunt, that guy. Yeah. I used to like James Woods. You remember? You remember Video Yeah. Do you remember Cat's Eye? Yeah. I mean, like he did some good stuff, like some weird, controversial, you know, outside the box stuff. You'd think that he would be more aware of social issues, especially like Cat's Eye was about. I think he is. Issues.
1: I think he's just chosen to be an asshole.
0: But he really believes in the right side of things, doesn't he? Yeah. He's a so fucking wing. Yeah. Life is like a hurricane. You're
1: done? Yeah. Alright. What are we going to review? Uh, I
0: don't know. Is it your last review? No, it's your second to last review. Yeah,
1: because you've taken so much time. Right. Um, Godzilla 2. Yeah. City on the edge of something of the bollocks. I can't fucking remember what it's called. Yeah. yeah. Godzilla um, vs. King Kong. No. This Godzilla is the second of Netflix animated trilogy that they're doing. Okay. Um, CGI. Yeah. Anime. You know that, that CG anime bollocks that's around. Um, the first one was awful. Like was just it? Almost unwatchable for a I'm bit. am pretty sure. And then it just kind of dragged on and carried on going. Um,
0: I'm pretty sure that I watched it, hmm. but I couldn't tell you anything beyond I know the ending was really crap. It
1: was just a big thing.
0: Because I know the first half an hour was Mech's a character going, around. my parents lived on this earth, and they were killed by mm. something. And then tears. Like, yeah. bad CGI anime and then tears. I hated the anime. Like, the style of the first one. Yeah,
1: it's got that shitness.
0: It's got that cold, it, shitty... Yeah, yeah.
1: But this one's like... It's a bit more direct. It gets to the point. It, like, it straight away just goes, okay, here we are. This is our goal. We're gonna take down this second giant, Godzilla, because that other one we killed was actually goodzuki I guessed um really yeah I guess they killed because the, they killed this one and then a giant bigger one came up didn't oh, they okay, yeah and the bigger one's meant to be the one that was there hundreds of years ago yeah thousands of years ago whatever. because there's some time bollocks um they come across a tribe of people and there's some twins that are like that they communicate with Mothra. in the group but well, it doesn't say mofra or anything and there's no allusions to mofra but they talk about eggs a lot Mothra. yeah i'm I'm guessing Mofra but um this whole thing happens and they find this base, which is like what's left of Mechagodzilla. Mechagodzilla was made out of some nanite um, stuff and it's it's supposed to, its whole purpose is it's supposed to defend and Earth, mm. so it's sort of gradually turned into this giant base. Yeah. Like it's turned into a city made out of its nanites and it's grown all sorts of stuff. And one of the alien groups that you forget are aliens because they just look like humans and, you know, whatever. Um, they go a bit crazy with it. And go a bit far, but they have this whole structure. They build new mechs for themselves that can take on Godzilla that are more effective. They have another plan mm. to trap it and expose that weak point on its neck that apparently this Godzilla has. Um, and it's just a whole bunch of stalling, really, to get ready for the third part. Um, one, of the aliens is all like, "Ah, oh, yeah, there's this name we don't speak, uh, you know, because it destroyed our civilizations in the past. It was a Titan that destroyed us, and apparently all the aliens races yeah. that." have helped the humans have this thing in common that their races were taken out by Titans and all this. And it's like, yeah, eventually they just, you know, the human, the what's left of the civilization want to become the Titans or some bollocks. Mm. Um, but it's just, it's just a series of races. it. It's better than the last one. Cause it does actually, it focuses and gets on with its story rather than going all around or trying to make you care about characters you don't know about or starting halfway through what should have probably been the first part. Um, like, because the, first, the last one just kind of starts with this whole sequence, and you're like, what? Like, you don't have any connection to anything there, and it expects you just to leap in and get what's going on straight away. Yeah. Um, But the second one's actually... It's it's more like a film, like a real film. Yeah. Um, But then, yeah, the whole thing's just obviously set up for the next one, so obviously they don't kill the Godzilla, spoilers. Um, no.
0: But they do they make a Mechazilla?
1: No, Mechagodzilla's just, like, big nanite things are building. They don't they? I imagine they're probably going to try and rebuild it in the next one, but seeing as the aliens that knew how to control that stuff like basically get themselves killed. Mm. <laughs> um, death again. But then, you know, it's like, oh, what's the name of the Titan? And I was like, well, as soon as they did that, like about halfway through the film, it's, I'm like, it's Ghidorah. It's, it's going to be Ghidorah. Yeah. Uh, I doubt it's going to uh, You could surprise me and maybe go with Destroyer or Space Godzilla with his giant crystals. Yeah. Um, but no, no, it's, we know it's Ghidorah. And so the whole film carries on and he keeps going... Oh, there's, we don't matter his name and all this sort of stuff, and oh, we can't, we gotta destroy this thing. And But there's no mention that Gidava's coming to Earth or anything, or anything like that. It's just like this whole, it's, it's just a happening. name yeah. that happened somewhere else centuries ago, um, thousands of years ago, I guess, seeing as they've been lost in space for thousands of years. Um, and then at the end of the episode, it plays that scene back afterwards, after the trailers, so you actually hear he says Gidava. Because you weren't supposed to hear it first time, so it's a yeah. name no one's meant to hear. And so, you're like, alright, oh, so the next one's going to be about Ghidorah. Okay, so what are you going to get into Earth somehow? Is that what they're going to do? Are they going to defeat Godzilla by going to another planet and getting Ghidorah and bringing <laughs> it to Earth? Yes. Which was, I mean, the plot of Godzilla, of Ghidorah, the three headed monster. The aliens took Rodan and Godzilla and chucked them on a planet to fight Ghidorah. And then they took Ghidorah and dropped him off on Earth to take over Earth. Yeah. And left the Godzilla and Rodan on this planet so they wouldn't be there to stop Ghidorah. Um, which I is a 1960s know. plot. Fine, whatever. 1960s weird sci-fi nonsense. Yeah. But they're going to do this in this CGI anime thing? If they could pick up Ghidorah and transport him from another planet or something, or call him here... Oh, well, if they could transport him from another planet, why can't they just transport Godzilla off? I don't know. Maybe that'll, that'll be addressed in the next one. And Mothra's got to be there. Those little twin girls, and they keep mentioning eggs or some shit. That's got to be Mothra. They use spores to heal people, so it's got to be Mothra. Yeah. So just get on with it. Give us Mothra. Um, but it's just... Yeah, it's more than bullshit. Anime isn't good sometimes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anime isn't good a lot of the time. Yeah.
1: They can't all be Evangelion. They're making another Evangelion. I wish they would stop. Yeah, I wish they'd the stop series, well. The series ends perfectly. Like I don't care about those movies. Um, if they could just get the scene where, where Shinji wanks off over Asuka while she's unconscious in hospital, mm. insert that into the series, because that's an important moment. Yeah. It's funny. It's fucking hilarious. It's not hilarious.
0: It's dark and horrible. <laughs> just chuck that in the series. That did not make me feel good. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, but, you know, anime, man. That giant Godzilla, he's massive. I like big Godzillas. He's 300 meters tall, which is the size of the Marvel Comics Godzilla. Um they say, well, they say he's 300 meters tall, but that's how big. I'm pretty sure the American Godzilla from the new ones is meant to be nearly that tall. Yeah. And this one looks bigger. Like this one is like this one looks huge. It's like towering over everything. Yeah. But the thing is there's no like
0: there's no reference. Yeah, there's no, no reference. Point, point. Cause there's
1: just trees around. Yeah. Um but there's no I don't know. I just want not really getting the key of Godzilla here. You could you could have turned this Godzilla into any monster.
0: I would have had it animated. You could probably. have
1: called this Blue Gender 2, like right. a remake of Blue Gender, mm. and it would have been the same thing.
0: I don't know. Did you ever watch the Did you ever watch the Devil Man series? I watched the, the original Crybaby Devil one. Man, not the new one. The New yeah. one's done by the
1: guy who did Fuli Cooley, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I need to watch that because that's of great,
0: really fucking good. Yeah, there's a new series and of Fuli Cooley coming next year. It's it's all animated. Yeah, none of this three D shit. Yeah, why are people using three D shit? I yeah. don't know why it has Attack to. Attack on Titan
1: does the 3D stuff well because it's just like it's scenery and it's like yeah. to allow them to move the cameras around in well, crazy ways. They,
0: they did it with Berserker, yeah. Guts. Oh yeah, it else? was all CGI, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. and it looked awful. Yeah, never. But worked. then you go to the old series and it's hand drawn on CGI. Yeah. The thing is, you can
1: do that 3D CGI and make it look really good. The Dragon Ball Z game that came out recently, where they like they the characters are all 3D models, but they look 2D. Oh yeah, it Fighter looks, Z. Yeah, I was just looking Fighters. <laughs> I was just having a look at yeah. actually. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's Godzilla. It's not it's not great, but it's not as bad as the first one. It's like it's watchable. It has a plot. It moves along. It's not the worst Godzilla film ever made.
0: I found the first one unplayable, um, uh, unwatchable. Sorry,
1: the first one. It feels like they started halfway through the first episode. Like there should have been a fir- if this if this was a four part series and the first part was um them leaving Earth. Like, the whole initial Godzilla attack, them leaving Earth and everything. Yeah. And then you started the second one, end it with a cliffhanger, like, oh, no, we need to dump the grandparents or some shit, end the first one there, and then start the second one with that scene from the start of the first one. Yeah. You'd be like, that's a cliffhanger. Yeah, done. But instead, it's like, they lo- it's like they missed a whole part out. Um. You know, but then again, whatever, whatever.
0: Just... They don't really know what they're doing, do they?
1: There's a third one next year. I'll watch it. March, whatever. I think it's March it's coming out.
0: It won't be very good, will
1: it? I hope they cry a lot or something. Yeah,
0: that'd be they, good. Yeah,
1: that's what happens in all these things, isn't it? Yeah, can't just cry. What was the last really great anime I watched? Um, I really love Dead Man Wonderland.
0: <laughs> See, I'm I'm different. Dead Man Wonderland. I love the concept. Yeah, but it was poorly done. And
1: that title music, man. Yeah, Which I is... love
0: the concept. Just terribly done. Bon. Like that's there are great. there are fights I love in that, there are there are characters I love in it, there a are ideas I love in blood. it, but just it as a whole is just it doesn't work. I
1: loved it. I thought it was brilliant.
0: Um I mean like I last week I reviewed um My Hero Academia. Yeah. And that's like a there's a programme that sets up its world and it just there you go. This is what's happening in that world. Look, here are the villains, here's this, here's that. need any more information? No. Here's a plot, here's what's happened. Like, Dead Man Wonderland, it's like, well, we're all essentially gods. I don't know how they contain us. It shouldn't really work because we've got these blood powers, but, you know, we're here now. That's fun. It's just like Kill a Kill. Kill, kill, or kill, or kill Kill's hilarious. Had the same problem. It's like, oh, you know what? If you do just put a bit more blood in me, you know what? I've got an ultra form. Yeah. It's just Dragon Ball Z, but with more perversion. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It's hilarious. Oh. Um, the last good anime that I watched was Tokyo Ghoul and Tokyo Ghoul A. They both work great. Um, on top of that, like the last truly great anime that I watched all the way through, probably Samurai Champloo. Yeah. That's, that, that anime is perfection. Samurai Champloo and things like, um, um, like the perfection Michael Fassbender looks for. Cowboy Bebop and, and, yeah. you know, I like even, melancholy
1: even, of Haruhi. Yeah. Evangelion.
0: Evangelion's the... great, except for that last couple of ones where he starts wanking over nope, a cover No, That's
1: the movie. That's not the film. The series. Still... The series was it. Yeah, okay. That's... Well, the series was fine then. Cowboy Bebop's um, obviously the best anime everyone Caracyte knows.
0: Parasite was fucking incredible. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, Got stuff like... You had... You had... um, uh, What was it? Um... Full Metal Alchemist. Mm. They made one series and then someone went, you know what? This doesn't follow the manga enough. We're just going to make another one. Exactly the same. (laughs) A lot of the stories. Just good clip, brother. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And like, they both work. Both work. Both, both have great storylines. Both have great plots. I don't think, I think the original Fullmetal Alchemist doesn't actually have an ending.
1: No, they just, they did one series and ended it, didn't they? Yeah, it was like,
0: it was like, oh, they're just going to continue having adventures and then they get Fullmetal Alchemist. I think the first Fullmetal
1: Alchemist, they were intended to be like, um, One Piece and all that and be a thing that would run for years. Yeah. Keep going. Well, it did go that. for a lot of episodes, didn't it's it? It's 30-something episodes, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. more than that, I think. Yeah. Maybe, I can't remember.
0: Yeah. Um, but then you've got Brotherhood, and Brotherhood has... But
1: everyone raves about Attack on Titan, and I'm like, it's alright. Yeah, Tempital's Attack on Titan's alright. But got... it is, it's is—it's a mecha series with organic mechas, that's all it is. Attack on Titan's <laughs> made by
0: people that love the, the good anime, yeah. and they've seen things like Evangelion, and they've got. There's, well there's a whole episode. They
1: want which... t- it's basically Gundam, with, yeah. but the mechas are well, organic.
0: That's the thing, it's just... <laughs> You get, like, so, taking Evangelion, you get, like, an episode per series where the main it's character... only one series. Where you get, like, a per arc. Yeah. Yeah, and you get, like, one episode in which the main character's like... <laughs> Every episode
1: of Evangelion's an actual episode yeah. that has a purpose and a plot, and yeah. each one deals with a different angel, yeah. mostly. There's a couple of two parts. But um, it's, like, Evangelion is, like, fantastic. And the guy Look, who directed that made Shin Godzilla. Yeah. Like... By- and- a but, film that I still can't get out of my head. <laughs> I freaking love that film.
0: But you get like, you get one episode in that series where he's like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it because I'm scared. Get over it, Shinji, and you then piece of over shit. It, gets over it and then and does the thing. And they've seen that. And now every anime hero has to be like, at least five or six episodes every series are like, I don't know how to do it. Too obsessed with Shinji. They just do that all yeah. the fucking time. But then, Tenchi Moyo, that was yeah, great. Yeah, Moyo was alright for the first yeah. couple of seasons and then it became a bit perverted.
1: That's because they, they kept restarting it and just going, fuck it, let's do space now, why not?
0: Well, the space stuff kind <laughs> of came along because he had the sword. But they're the, not actually
1: related, are they? Their series like a separate reboots of are the Tenchi. Yeah, they're not actually the same
0: So I know that arc. the first season the demon came down, he had the sword, they went to fight, but then the demon was like, wait, you have that sword. And they couldn't take it him. And from they just him. hang out. Yeah, they just wanted to work out how to steal it from them so that he, they yeah. could have his power. There's a Hot Springs episode. Yeah, there's a Hot Springs episode, which is perverted. And yeah. that shows you what the future will be. Um, but then it becomes a laser sword yeah. at the end of the first series. And then the second series, he's fighting demons that are coming to take it and the demon's helping him because he still wants to steal it. Yeah. And then But the each
1: incarnation of season- where there's a different name for the series is essentially like a reboot yeah. and going over. Because there's, there's stuff where, they, like, where it completely contradicts...
0: No episodes where the hero is crying. Yeah, good yeah, thing. He see. just he just went like, oh, I've got a fucking sword. Let's do this. woo I mean, like you take like that's what this is what I'm saying about Samurai Champloo and 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 um, Cowboy Bebop, both by the same guy. So mm. you can tell there's a lot of influences there. Samurai Champloo has the better music, whereas Space Cowboy uh, Cowboy Bebop is Isn't the
1: same guy. Space Samurai Champloo. Yeah, I think so. It's not um, what's this? I've forgotten his name no because he did after that he did Space Dandy. That's the only other thing he's done in recent years. Samurai Champloo is the same people who did Afro Samurai, wasn't it?
0: I thought Samurai Shampoo was made by I can't the same people Let me just quickly check it. No,
1: you've got to review your next thing. Your last thing.
0: Written by Masaru Gotsubo. Yeah. Who is that? I can't remember. Uh, directed by Shinchiro Watanabe. Oh, yeah, that's the Cowboy Be Your Guy. Right? Yeah, totally. maybe he did then. All yeah. right. And he did Space D- Space Dandy after Samurai Shampoo. Yeah.
1: Uh. I think people forget Space Samurai Champloo and just talk straight about Cowboy Bebop and then go straight to Space Dandy. Yeah, Space, Space Dandy was 2014. Space Dandy's. Kids
0: weird. on the slope. Terror and Resonance. Isn't mm. that the... Anyway. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, Samurai Champloo and Cowboy Bebop I would say were the perfect animes. Mm. I'd say that like Samurai Champloo they get their entire arc done. It's all complete. They have fantastic music. Characters are fleshed out and have motivations and their stories all intertwine. And then you've got Cowboy Bebop which is spectacular. There's nothing bad or wrong with Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. The main female... Let's
1: get that on Blu-ray.
0: I've got it on Blu-ray. Because
1: I've got the... I imported the DVDs from America years ago.
0: Yeah. Because it was never released over here. I've got the Blu-rays yeah. for the entire series. I just don't have the film. Because the... I've got the film on DVD. There's a series... There's a box that you can get where you get the film. But it's the old restoration. So I didn't want to mm. get the old restoration when a new one was being released. There's two cuts of it as well. Yeah. So I wanted to get the series. That's fine. Mm. And then I'll get the...
1: I think the American cut slightly longer, if I remember rightly. I think they yeah. added a few extra bits to... That fucking end fight scene to, yeah. in
0: the building as it's on fire. It's just Vin- between... Vincent was his name. Wasn't yeah, it Vincent, Vincent and... Um, Spike. Spike Spiegel.
1: Yeah. Spiegel. Spike. I still want to have Cowboy Bebop film. Yeah. The whole idea of Keanu Reeves playing Spike Spiegel is perfect to me, I think. Like, I as was... a lackadaisical slacker kung yeah. fu master. And then get Ron Perlman to be Jet Black or something. <laughs> Actually, I'd get Terry Crews to be jet black, to be honest. Yeah, Terry Crews would be better. Like, jet get him black. in um, everybody hates Chris mode, where he's basically like an uh, exasperated dad, yeah. trying to keep everything together. Um, Faye Valentine, maybe Aubrey Plaza, I don't know. Like,
0: yeah, Aubrey Plaza is a good choice. And Ed, you'd find
1: that you'd get yourself one of them Russian gymnasts that can do all the weird shit, dub her over, whatever the fuck, but just make sure she can turn herself inside out and roll all over the place like a weird thing when she's coding. <sighs> And Ayn can be like, you know, we get. Who's that game developer who's got the dog called Rocket? Get that dog. Yeah, <laughs>
0: okay. Just as long as it's not a French bulldog or a pug, I'm fine. It's got to be a
1: corgi. Yeah, yeah it's
0: got to be a corgi. Um, okay, my final review. Uh, it's, it's a little bit boring for the end of it. Um, I'm just going to do the two expansions to Far Cry 5.
1: Fishes can be played by Jason Swartz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you know how long it took me to get all these people together? <laughs> like an hour (laughs) you made me
0: swallow my gum that's gonna be in my stomach for seven years (laughs) Um, so um, yeah so it's Far Cry there's been two expansions Um, there's been the Vietnam and the Alien Invasion expansion Uh, the reason I'm reviewing these separately from um, what is gonna be the release of the zombie expansion which will be the final one I thought it was
1: um, you go to Mars
0: yeah it's Mars space and Hmm. Vietnam
1: Mm.
0: yeah Um, they're fine they don't really they don't really do anything interesting is the problem the Vietnam one has a nice very quick style to it which is really interesting your helicopter goes down you have to go through the Vietnam jungle trying to avoid patrols or taking them down and saving your fellow comrades and you just have You know, time to explore this area. It's a very small area. Well, small compared to the Far Cry map normally. Mm. And then you just get to the other end and there's like a big action sequence in which you basically have to take out a load of people and protect the drop zone so that you can get picked up with your friends. Mm. You know, it's nice. It's simple. It looks really nice. It introduces a couple of new weapons. Um, There's a lot of influences there. You can sort of see stuff from Vietnam films and things like that. Do they Um, play music? Some music, yeah. Uh, it's not bad, long that long to say. Far
1: Cry 3 where they play friggin Ride of the Valkyries and you can't tell if it's serious or joking
0: in Far Cry 3 the best musical cue was when they started playing that um, that Ziggy Marley song when uh, you're, oh burning yeah, you're burning the burn weed. It, yeah. yeah and that feeling of the fist the feeling getting higher run yeah that that was a great moment where mm. it goes into dubstep with Skrillex um, but yeah no there's nothing like that the second expa- well, it's, it's just it's nice and simple you're a silent protagonist you have to go from one end to the other I don't know if you're silent actually you might have a voice in this uh, but you go from one into the other and it's, it's interesting it's not worth 8 quid as an expansion on its own but because I bought the gold edition I got the side side stuff yeah. in there as well um, the next one the the Mars one uh, a little bit more interesting but still you know where it's going it's about 6 hours so it's longer than the hour and a half it takes to complete the Vietnam one uh, but there's a lot of dead space excuse the pun there's a lot of there's a lot of just areas where you're just Mars like Mars isn't dead bounce, space bounce
1: they found bounce. ice under Mars if Mars's core is ice, so you could like get giant steel rods that heat up, superheat them, and pile drive them into that ice, and we can give those people air. The
0: the the main problem is that, that they're imaginative, but they're not fulfilled.
1: Did you get your ass to Mars? Yeah.
0: Um, they're imaginative. Like, there's a great idea here, and there's there's something there, but it's not really utilised. The Mars one, you're just fighting like spiders and drones. Nice. Like you'd expect them to go whole hog and just have Mars attacks aliens. Just fucking get that license. Tim Burns sh- just shitting on that. Yeah. Might as well just get the Mars attacks one, and then and then have like sound guns instead of laser guns. More insect
1: people, not it's spiders. Just it's just insect things. people on Mars. Yes.
0: Um, but yeah, it, it, the ending's really obvious, straight from the beginning. There's sort of a joke about that. Herc is like, is it Herc? yeah it's Herc. Herc's floating yeah. head or something isn't it's Herc's it? floating head at first and then he's put into a robot and the whole time he's like he's like, I don't know why but I trust this lady even though she does seem to come across as slightly evil to me but what do I know I'm just a drone and I'm floating around and ha 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 yeah <laughs> basically just he is, he is essentially just um, what's that fucking dude the hillbilly comedian
1: Oh, Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the Cable Guy. He's
0: yeah. Larry cable. Um, I'm, I, I'm mostly looking forward to the next one because I feel like it is going to change things up a bit. You get zombie like enemies in the main game. there are people that are like possessed through the bliss. Yeah. The Drugs. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they just reuse those models or if they create new ones for this. Mm. If they create new ones and they're slow walking zombies and they're just all within the jungle, I'd like that. That'd be interesting. I doubt they're going to do that. They're probably going to go with the fast running around people that just have the mist around their head and change their skins. So just be dying light. Yeah. So it's probably. Going What's to be the fourth well.
1: one meant to be? After the zombies, there's four packs in there. The fourth one's meant to be.
0: No, Far Cry Three is the you get the full game as well for PS4. No,
1: there's there's the fourth DLC pack in there. No, I don't think so. I'm sure there is.
0: What's
1: I, I can't. Remember. Don't look out now. You're freaking. Okay. Waste uh, all that but yeah, time it's it's it's
0: not really worth. Like if you have the season pass, fine. Because Far Cry Three is kind of worth twenty quid on its own. You can buy that on its own now. Can you? Yeah, it's out on disc. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, Dave got it me. the other week. Oh, and that's we brilliant. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but but when it comes to the add-ons, the content here, it's just it's not fleshed out enough. I'd like to see what the zombies add-on does. I'd like to see what that looks like. If that's if there's a, if there is like a four-hour zombies campaign that works really well. And it shows that that's something that's feasible within a video game and work properly. I'm looking forward to that, but I more than likely it's just going to either be too close to Left 4 Dead, so it'll be too weak, and there'll be a lot of them, or it'll be just reused assets and it'll be very boring, just feel like playing the normal game. The most frustrating enemies, (laughs) but we'll see. Right now it's
1: a new Blood Dragon game. I I want a sequel to Blood Dragon.
0: That'd be good. That'd be good. Like a
1: Um, full game of that would be amazing.
0: I would really like if they just. Made Dead Island 2 Because I pre-ordered that in 2013 Or 2014 Whenever it was. you your pre-order money back? No Because I didn't pay any pre-order money
1: It's on Amazon Oh dear They're still going to honour (laughs) that They still say it's happening aren't they Do you remember that When that game was being made by the guys Who made Spec Ops The Line Yeah One of the greatest games of the last generation
0: Uh, Gameplay wise or story wise The entire
1: thing It's a masterpiece You know the gameplay is part of the story Jesus you kids today I know right and your Pac-Man video games and your damn Fogelberg you keep saying that jeez anyway you done yeah penis
0: I don't want to give it a score because it's not complete and in terms of the content I just wanted to make it I just wanted to just say that I don't think it's worth the about
1: it's a Taylor Kitsch out of <laughs> it's
0: a Taylor Kitsch yeah no it's John not Carter Taylor. of Marge it's not a Taylor Kitsch that's, that's apparently he's quite good in what,
1: he's in some show now everyone's saying he's quite good in it I think Taylor Kitsch is alright. I think people give him a hard time. He was alright as
0: Gambit. You never watched American (laughs) Assassin, did you? No. That's a fucking great movie.
1: Is that the one where um, Bradley Cooper has a um, doll baby? No,
0: no, no, no. That's um, your thinking of American Sniper. sniper. So American Assassin is... You know the kid from Maze Runner?
1: Yeah, probably. He's
0: he's on the beach and he's proposing to his girlfriend and she's like, yeah, I'll marry you. Just as that happens, terrorists (laughs) start shooting the Ah. holidaymakers. His girlfriend gets killed he gets shot and they just sort of leave him for dead he survives and he's basically it cuts to a couple of years later he goes and,
1: into the ultra program
0: no he's just fucking insane uh. he's like going to mma classes and beating the living fuck out of people he's sparring with he's throwing knives into his wall in his house and he's trying to access the dark web and talk to mossad agents and like people in like and he's just he's lost his mind he's become obsessed with like just all he wants to do is he wants to it's get into bang, the terrorists. Bang, 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 bang. No. And take some money. That's the thing. It's really interesting. <laughs> he's not training himself to be really good and, like, get in and take down all the terrorists. He just... He kind of has an idea of who he's after because he saw his face after they shot him. So he just wants to get to that guy, kill that one guy, and then just die. He's on a suicide mission. Felt... But he's, like, the least effective suicide bomber ever. And basically, the FBI find out about him because, obviously, he's pinging a lot where he's, like, trying to make contact with these people... And he finally actually, like a fucking American would, he accidentally sort of stumbles ass backwards into a terrorist cell. And he, he agrees to go to Turkey and then go can over do the border. that quite easy go- in
1: America. You just go to any American bar yeah, and talk true. to whichever Christians are in there. Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they think that they've indoctrinated this American mm. who's like got these impressive skills and stuff. Um, and in, it's, it's just, it's clever the way that it's set up in that you see everything you need to know. Like he's got all the research. He's been learning the language. But at the same time, he has one computer that's linked to his IP that's just running right-wing media videos on, like, mutant stuff. So his IP's is related to all this action, watching these, like, terrorist videos on YouTube and this right-wing political shit. So, like, they can see that he's already a fringe enthusiast and stuff. Just shit like that. Nice little setups and stuff. It's just... I miss... And Michael Keaton's in it. He's fucking great. And Taylor catches it. He's the villain. And it's just, it's all fucking great. I really like it. Did you it's, get back from Mars then. Yeah. American Assassins is kind of like a recommend. It's, it's a guilty pleasure because it is still cheesy montage and like, it's a bit obvious here and there. But like, when it comes to the action and the way everything's shot, it's fucking kinetic. I oh. think the director is probably going to do something big next. Um, and Michael Keaton in it is great. He does like, like, it's a lot of practical stunts, which you don't see a lot anymore. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot of practical stunts and Michael Keaton doing practical stunts. <gasps> And there's like a bit where... It's this... probably
1: face replacement.
0: Maybe, maybe. Yeah. But like, it's all like one-shot stuff when he does so fight people and do stuff. do a lot
1: of times nowadays. They do a lot of face replacement to make it look like the actors are doing it.
0: Yeah. yeah. But yeah, there's like um, a lot Except of one-shot...
1: Tom Cruise, who's... He's a fucking nutcase. He's... Do you know how old that guy is
0: 55. <laughs> he's, cr-
1: he's older than that, I think, 57? isn't he? 57. I think he's like almost 60. He did a halo jump, didn't he? Like, the dude's like... You know, he might be a nutter, but...
0: He broke his ankle doing... That's the, off to him. He broke his ankle doing the latest Mission Impossible film. Yeah. But he went back to filming, like, not long after he'd done it. I was yeah. 56. Um, he went back to acting, sh- like, almost straight after he did it. Um, and they think he might have done it because the insurance they've got for him and the movie, that actually means it's already profitable <laughs> by, like, 70 million. Really? Because there's, like, a payout for, like, the time that they'd have to take off, oh. and insuring him and making sure safety regulations are followed. But if they already did that from the beginning, and then they just go... Just get him injured on every... Sh- yeah.
1: Drop him off a building, it be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, my last review.
0: Um, Apparently he's a really nice guy as well. Yeah,
1: just a nut. us. have a nut job. Just part of a cult. Um, 62 million. Actually, there's, there's been some rumours going around that he might have left the Church of Scientology quite a while ago to... Um, so Katie Holmes would let him see his kids. Really? Yeah. Apparently she won't let him go near him.
0: Oh, they've got footage of Harry his ankle.
1: his <laughs> ha. You've seen that video of him up the side of that, the, um, Wiz, what is it, Wiz Khalifa, Burj Khalifa in um, Abu Dhabi, and there's people just filming through the window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's on, he's like, hey dude, you, yeah. you alright? He's a fucking nut job. Yeah, good on him. He strapped himself to the side of a fucking plane.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Simon Pegg said that he was watching that happen, and as he was watching that happen, he was like, "He was like, I might see Tom Cruise done.
1: <laughs> that doesn't matter. He'll just land an F 15 or something. Like Henry
0: Cavill as well, as apparently he's like, he's really good in the new. I'm, I'm not really interested I haven't I'm, seen
1: the last one yet So I'm kind of Not yeah. sure if I want to go see this one
0: It's a shame that I'm not More interested in it's this Is the series. last one still on Netflix? Yeah I might watch it and then go see it There's a couple of good scenes In the, like, yeah. the last one There's like a hallway scene That they have like This smart camera set up And it's yeah. just like It's like a projector fourth really one. The one
1: before That fourth one was great I, I thought friggin- the fourth
0: one Wasn't very good I thought the third one Was really good Yeah, third The third one, one, one was I was really big fan of But I think mm-hmm. that's because Philip Seymour Hoffman Is a great villain Yeah and then the fourth one has the Russian bloke.
1: Where well, it's, um, what's his face, Blomkamp from Girl with the Dragon Tattoo*, who died a few oh. months ago. Yeah. But, um, but he throws himself off of the car, yeah. doesn't he, at the yeah. end? Yeah, they have that yeah. car park fight. Yeah. Um, I think the first Mission Impossible is a fantastic film. I like yeah. Brian De Palma's one. I like that The second film. one's bad.
0: second film is really I bad, because John that. Woo didn't really know what he was doing. Yeah. I think it was 3-1, and, and then...
1: Gravity-defying, freaking... <laughs> Bike stunts. Yeah.
0: Uh, it was like 3-1 and then 4-5 and 2's last. The first
1: bit. one had uh, David... Sh- what's his name? David Schneider in at the end. He was the Channel Tunnel train driver uh, yeah. at the end. Yeah. I, I, thought, I remember seeing that. Yeah, it's that guy from uh, the fat... From frigging Big Train.
0: 28 <laughs> Days Later, wasn't
1: he? Yeah, yeah he in that as well, yeah. The scientist, yeah, he lets the monkey out. Really, yeah. yeah, he's always about you when big know stuff what you're happens. doing! Yeah.
0: You're fucking doom, us all.
1: Right, Right. What shall I review?
0: Uh, it's your last review, isn't yeah.
1: it? Well, okay, so... Don't worry, I haven't got another Super Sentai show to review. I did finish watching Power Rangers Time Force, though, a few weeks ago. Which is good, because it means that I've got quite a way through Wild Force now, so that'll be next time, maybe. Um, but Power Rangers Time Force is the ninth series of Power Rangers. Okay? Yeah. And this one is the first time where they went, you know what? we've kind of done a really bad job of adapting these from Japan. Let's really... I mean, Light Speed Rescue did as well, but let's just word for word recreate the Japanese series. What have you looked at now?
0: So they've got a slow-mo video of him breaking his ankle on the
1: nearest um, film. Oh, well, that's not... We, we're on a thing. I know, but I can podcast. i can show
0: this to you whilst you explain oh, Super Sentai
1: dear. stuff. But no, Power Rangers Time Force. Okay. So I don't want to see... Tom no, Kus that's fine. Breaking no, but you talk about Power Rangers ankle. Time Force. Just forgetting, but nah. This Wait, guy's is insane. He's
0: fifty six. Oh. That, that was it. But oh. then they show it.
1: That's not something you can get across on.
0: I mean, like, uh, if you're at home right Our now, podcast. Google Tom Cruise breaks ankle Mission Impossible Six, oh, yeah. and you're, oh, did you see it?
1: That's okay. It's fine. I've seen worse in wrestling.
0: Oh, so fine. Yeah. And do you remember when John Bones Jones went to went to kick someone Once they were blocking, and uh, his leg snapped? broke
1: what's when Sid Vicious broke his leg or Sid Justice or Psycho Sid whatever he was called that week
0: anyway Power I, saw, Inter- I saw a pin in a wrestling match where someone <laughs> someone had their arm down to the ground and the guy was meant to pull and then release but the guy that he was fighting was like no I'm not going to release fuck it and so instead of pulling and releasing he basically had this person who was resisting had his arm like that because he was like trying to pull it and like scrape it so it didn't have a, more of a surface of and, 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 and the guy had it locked like that and he came in with his other elbow and just went... Oh, that snaps it. Nice. The guy just starts screaming and rolling around with his Sexy. arm. He's just like, I won. There you go, broke his arm. It's a win, surely.
1: I don't know, you can't concentrate.
0: Okay.
1: Power Rangers Time Force. Okay, so, plot line. It's in the future... In the year three thousand, so just before futurama happens.
0: Yep. Um, but before we all live underwater, there's like and your great great, great granddaughter on the planet
1: It's pretty funny. who like they they sort of ostracised by society. Okay. People view them as villains. Okay. Go, you mutants, you just commit crimes and stuff. And one okay. of the mutants who's really quite powerful, he's called Rancic, played by Vernon Wells, the legend that is. Vernon How Wells. is Vernon looking? Um he's old nowadays, but in this he's fine. He's Vernon well. He's got his Aussie accent. It's yeah. fantastic. Good on him. He let a bit off of a some steam, Vernon. Yeah, classic. Classic. He let off some steam. And he was he in did. Mad Max 2 He was. Um but he basically kills a red ranger. There's only one ranger in the future, the red time force ranger. They work for the time force police who... For some reason, time force police's main goal involves stopping mutants, not time travellers. Oh, okay. It seems, I guess... I'm guessing knows. if everybody's
0: mutants, then everybody's a time traveller who's a mutant.
1: Uh, they're just mutants. Just, they're just monsters, really. But um, he kills a red ranger at the start, a red ranger called Alex, something oh. the other, who had just proposed to um, his friend, what's-her-face... Um, Jalex. I can't remember her name now. Desiree, no, <laughs> but she, um, she's, she's like, oh no, he's dead, my love. And he's like, at the time for space, they've got more morphers. Get your team and go back in time and stop Rancic, because Rancic travelled back to two thousand and one. His goal being to take over the past, so mutants could be the dominant race in the future. Because he feels like they've been, he's been victimized and stuff and cast out by society. But then they travel back in time. They can't turn into their rangers form without finding someone who shares the same sort of DNA as Alex. Yeah. So they need to find his ancestor. So they find a guy who wears he looks exactly like him. Yep. Um, and you know he activates the thing. He helps them out in the fight. And they're like, we don't need you now. It's not your fight. Let us deal with it. Mm-hmm. You only want to fight because you're a rich kid who wants the thrill and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Uptown girl. He, and he's like, no, I want to be. I want to help you. I want to help you save the day and stuff. And it takes a bit convincing, but then he joins them. Yeah. Probably when he gives them a massive, great big clock tower to live in. Um, but yeah as it is like the show has adapted the sentai like almost exactly um everything follows along they've even got a robot bird thing in it and one of the characters is an alien who can who for the first half of the series occasionally predicts the future and then seems to forget how to do that for the rest of the show um just it's a thing he doesn't have control over but it just seems to be forgotten completely um one of the characters has had a strength enhanced he's like incredibly super strong and every now and again just casually will do something like list the giant car up in the air or something like that. Um, it's literally stuff from the Sentai that they didn't really explain much in this. Yeah. Um, but the show's really cool. It's unique because it's the Pink Rangers, the leader of the team in it, which is a bit of a unique thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the only Super Sentai team where the Pink Ranger's the leader, of where the Red Ranger's still the main character. He's called Wes. Um, but oh, the whole thing has yeah. got nice conflict and lots of subtext going on. Like, so okay. he already got The mutants are Ostracised by society In the future Rancic's angry about that He wants to fight back He's essentially Killmonger His whole thing is He wants to use The power he has mm-hmm. To take out humans So his people can rule But at the same time He hates robots And he has a robot Working with him And he basically Eventually ostracises him So there's like Layers of racism Going on in there Um they introduce a Quantum Ranger who's um, he basically gets a morpher from the past, and he works for where's his fa- father's organization called the Silver Guardians.
0: How does he get a? Uh, uh, they they
1: travel part. back in time. They okay. find like thing travel back in time. Get this Quantum morpher. The one, the Red Ranger goes after to try and stop him, so he doesn't get it. Cause he's at first they're like you're the bad guys, but eventually he learns how to be good. Yeah, he never really joins them though, which is kind of neat. Like he never. He Never really turns fully onto their size. he's still got his own goals, yeah, and his own thoughts. But they make friends in the end, and of course, they do because they're Power Rangers, yeah. But, um, there's like the way that conflict will work is that Wes's father is obsessed with money, he won't do anything unless it makes him money. Like the Silver Guardians only protect people from mutants to make money, they have to pay to be protected.
0: Oh, right, so like the mob, yeah, it's like hustle money,
1: yeah. And, but now they've got Quantum Ranger in their team, and they've made him the leader. Yeah. Um. And he's a bit of a dick. The he's um whatever his name is. I've forgotten his name. It's been weeks since I watched it. But he's a bit of a tosser. Um. Eric. That's his name. So he gradually softens. Yeah. Like there's loads. of really nice gradual thing as well. Like everyone thinks he's a complete dick, but then you see him. And he's feeding a bird, and he makes friends with this girl who lives on the street. And when he goes to leave, he lets her take his bird to look after, and all this because he's like, "You'll look after it." And it's almost like you're saying there's actually a plot. Yeah. Um, there's an excellent episode partway through the series where they've the Rancics picked one of the mutants out because he stole a prison ship. that yeah. Basically, in the future, they shrink down the mutants into these little capsules to store them. Mass storage, mass incarceration of a race that they don't like. Mm-hmm. Like, friggin' this is a kid's show. <laughs> um, they make one of the mutants, and the mutant doesn't want to fight because all he's in jail for is petty theft. And, like, for some reason, Petty Theft requires that you get shrunk and frozen. Can just sit in a regular cell or maybe do some community service or something. Yeah. Um. So they put a thing on him that makes him aggressive. Yeah. And they send him out to set it off to make him just attack people anyway against his will. So the whole idea is someone sees a mutant, they freak out because they think he's doing something bad, but he doesn't. he's not actually doing anything bad. So then the cops are after him and the police are after him. The Quantum Rangers come after him. To try and kill him, he's like he needs to destroy because he's a dirty mutant and they're up to no good. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, when the Power Rangers is like, no, he's fine, he's harmless, and he's like, and the kids, he's scared out of his mind. And the more scared he gets, the more aggressive he comes across as because he's like flailing his arms around and freaking out because he's a big monster. Yeah, and it makes the Quantum Ranger more determined to stop him and stuff like that. And it's a really nice like story about racism <laughs> where you've got one of your hero characters, the Quantum Rangers, even though he's working for where's his dad, he's still a hero character of sorts. He's just. Stone Cold Steve Austin style antihero he's a bit of a dick Mm -hmm. but you've got him literally saying you're different so I must destroy you and the show runs all this threads through the whole series never once letting the black character talk about it (laughs) Um, but yeah it's interesting they went with that and they actually had nice plot arcs it's the only series I think in the entirety of Power Rangers where the villain turns himself in at the end Um, his daughter he's got a character who's a daughter and there's a couple of points through the series where she kind of gets a thoughts that maybe people aren't so bad and we don't need to hate each other yeah. but in the last couple of episodes it real really combs in on it she helps a woman have a baby after in a, in a shop when she tries robbing it and scares her and makes her waters break Um. and it makes her she goes oh but I helped this woman and she didn't hate me for it she didn't help me hate me for being around even though I was doing bad things they forgave me mm-hmm. and all this and she starts talking to the robot guy and finding out like why do we keep doing this like why do we keep hating each other And the robot's like, if you just keep hating and hating, all that's going to happen is people are going to hate more. And she turns good and then she almost gets injured and Vernon Wells, old Rancic, sees it and he goes, you know what, I've gone too far. And he turns himself in at the end. And it's like crazy. They did that in Power Rangers. They had a mature thing. And the end of the thing is it's a passive, like they've done a pacifist message at the end of it of like if we keep fighting, it just keeps getting worse. Fucking, you know, just learn to not hate sort your shit out mate mm. um, and it's like a pretty damn solid series Like, I think as far as things for kids to learn from it it's like the most well written series for that, um, I don't think it quite nails things as much as In Space did or um, doesn't have some of the charms that some of the other series had. but the characters are quite neat and there's they don't time travel much I think they time travel like three times in the whole series and one of them might not have actually happened, but maybe did. Yeah. One of the characters falls down some stairs and she wakes up in the past. But then she does a bunch of stuff and they wake her up. And whatever she did affected the future, even though it was apparently meant to be her dream. So, I don't know what that's all about. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, Vernon Wells is great in it. They show him when he takes his mask off in towards the end of the series. And he's got, like, some proper gruesome makeup for a kid's show. Really? Like, literally his eyes bulged out of his face. Yeah. Like, like... Like if you're taking someone's eye, moved it forward an inch and left it there. Mm. <laughs> That's, and this is a kid's show and it's going slightly the wrong direction. Do
0: you think it's in his contract that he has to have something muffed up to his face every time? Pretty much. Because he's like, even when he's bent at that moustache,
1: yeah, he looked like Freddie Mercury on roids.
0: Yeah, um, oh, no, no, he looked like fat Freddie Mercury. He was not fat. <laughs> he was speaking. fat as shit. Sure, what I love about that
1: film in Commando? Yeah. Um, everyone's friggin' nasty, but when one of the bad guys insinuates that he wants to rape Alyssa Milano, um, Bennett's like, you fucking dare, mm-hmm. I will cut your dick off. <laughs> like,
0: it's because I think he's meant to be gay yeah so I think a he's of meant that. to be like a bit feminine and he's meant to be like looking it's a up.
1: feminist movie commando you watch it it's full of feminist stuff really yeah the girl's going what the hell is this macho bullshit going on constantly commenting about how over the top and stupid all this is like it's always like why are you just doing all this macho shit man Um, but no Um Power Rangers Time Force though yeah really friggin solid series um, I like the costumes in it I like the ranger costumes because they've got coloured visors rather than black ones yeah Um not that there's anything wrong with black visors. No, of if, if a visor is black, it's fine. Um, there's a neat, there's a, there's a, slightly rubbish crossover with Lightspeed Rescue because that's what they get into the habit of by this point of doing a crossover the previous series. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's going fine, and you get a moment where it's really cool for kids, like you know all the Rangers, including the Titanium Ranger that was made up for Lightspeed Rescue. Yeah. And this, there's nothing like this exists in the Japanese show. There wasn't a crossover movie. Okay. For this. And they have a whole sequence where they all morph and it's cool and you get them all stand. Then there's a massive explosion goes off behind them and all that. Mm-hmm. And they fight the monster and when they kill it it's like the weakest ass shitty explosion mm-hmm. possible. The monster disappears. The explosion doesn't cover the full part of where he disappears so he just goes pop, pop, pop. <laughs> It's like it's like there's a okay. So in the Japanese show Takuja, which is a comedy one, yep. there's a bit where two characters have puppets on their hand fighting, and it goes to a close up with the puppets, and there's a massive explosion behind it, and then jump cuts to a longer shot, and you see the explosion just like, like that behind them <laughs> whacking puppets together. So it's like it's the, like uh, they
0: got that explosion. <laughs> God no! What was the uh, what was the film that happened in? Um... Oh, it was Ant Man. Was it? Oh, the tiny yeah, the tiny on here. the train tracks, and it goes yeah, Beep. yeah. Um, But yeah, um,
1: there's an episode as well in the series, a free two-parter, I think it was, where there's a monster who's putting them in movies and he puts them into their movie worlds. But what's really cool with this is that they kind of shot every single one like its own movie. Yeah. And they shot it in a cinematic style and it's like, oh, the director's showing off a little bit because he really does nail some of the style of those sequences. But when they get back to the real world outside the movie world, they're being chased by Vernon Wells Rancic in like a mecha dune buggy from Mad Max, and he's got a mohawk now, <laughs> yeah. like he did in Mad Max, and it's like he's basically just dressed as his character from Mad Max. That's pretty awesome. Um, that's a nice Mad Max reference in your kids' show. From yeah. 2000. you are never going to get it. 20 but... years after <laughs> Mad Max was on. Kids um, are never
0: going to understand it, but that's all right. No,
1: but um, as, as a whole, really solid series, it's like there's a really cool period. This is the last one made by Saban entirely, though. Um, who makes up the next one well Disney brought the rights to Power Rangers and all that Mm -hmm. um, when they were basically Wild Force was already in production as sorts they were like building it all up and ready to start shooting but they hadn't actually filmed it yet so Disney brought the rights technically Wild Force is produced by Disney but Saban had done the entire thing and what they basically did is they paid the crew to carry on making Wild Force as it was already planned Um, so the next series is a bit of a weird hybrid series like apparently in America halfway through it after the Disney had brought Fox Kids they moved it to ABC which is you know Disney's channel Um, so this is the last fully Saban series of Power Rangers so after this it starts getting a bit Disney-fied but um, I don't think it sets in too quickly I think they keep the tone similar for a while but things start getting a bit rope because I'm pretty sure after Wild Force which is uh, it's good at some points ropey at others terrible actors in that series it's a full bunch of TJs. You know, the guy who can talk like a human in oh, Turbo, yeah. Yeah. when he's like, <laughs> "Okay, I'm gonna go over here and save that." It's like full of them. Um, but I'm pretty sure the series after is Ninja Storm, and I'm pretty sure that series is the one where the the mentor is a talking hamster. Okay, a CGI talking hamster. Well,
0: that's the, that, I mean, that sounds yeah, talking terrible.
1: Splinter. I mean, Splinter works, but this is literally a hamster size. You
0: know, Splinter works in the eighties. <laughs> Splinter, but this came is as literally. A
1: hamster sized wearing a gi this is a bad idea yeah I'm pretty sure that's the next series one of the series has got a giant dog person he's an alien but he looks like a dog he's called Doggy Cruiser in Japan <laughs> Doggy Doggy Cruiser he's a police he's a cop <laughs> he's awesome but um yeah Time Force passable it's decent fun annoying not the best series of Power Rangers so far but um, only 15 more seasons to go just and I'm and I'm on Wild Force. This is the halfway point.
0: So I recently started rewatching Community. Why? Uh, I like Community. Why would you watch that much TV
1: in one go?
0: <laughs> well, I started rewatching Community, yeah. and I like Community. I watched five episodes of the first season. And I was like, maybe I should rethink what I'm doing. You've watched how many episodes of this now?
1: Um, Partway through Wild Force, I'm on to episode nineteen. I think it is of Wild Force. So I'm on episode. Four hundred and forty something. Yeah, there's eight hundred and sixty-two episodes of Power Rangers in all right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm halfway through it in terms of episodes. In terms of series, I'm not because there's fifteen more series, and whether or not I can get through these before Beast Morphers starts next year, I don't know. Beast Morphers is going to be interesting. They're taking a 2012 Super Sentai series and remaking it, and because that series was made in 2012. They have to remake all the costumes rather than just bringing them over from Japan because they've rotted. <laughs> so they've had to remake everything. So Hasbro must be spending a lot of money on this series because Hasbro are producing it. It's their first series, so that's going to be cool. They need to adapt to Kujira. I'll get on to Kujira next time. To KUJA's, uh something. That's 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 a that's a, that's a show. <laughs> anyway, Time Force. Watch it if you can. I brought the Time Force game for the PS1. (laughs) Probably not my best purchase ever. But you know what? Those games will never get re-released, so... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we're done.
0: Yeah, we've actually made it. It's a
1: two-hour podcast. What did I say at the start of this? (laughs) (laughs) It's two hours again. Say goodbye.
0: Well, uh, I'm going to say this is the end of episode 90 of Critic Apocalypse. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, episode ninety of Chris Apocalypse. So it's the end of end of a two hour podcast yet again. Um, sorry for the sad beginning, and hopefully we we lighten things up pretty quickly. I've not been in the best of shapes yeah. this last little while. I've uh,
1: should probably address that if we sound a little bit different this week, because we both had our haircut. Oh yeah, 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 we
0: both had our haircut. Yeah, yeah. Mine was a little bit more drastic than yours. Yeah. Do you think it, my head didn't absorb that much of the sound? Did it?
1: It probably messed with it a lot. Really? It's like when Jack Donaghy grows a beard. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> you sound different. Do you have a beard? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, if, if as always, if you want to speak to Ant, you can find Ant at lv 54 space monkey on Twitter. He has his Mellow Gaming uh, YouTube channel, which is the most popular Mellow Gaming channel on YouTube.
1: Another YouTuber called Mellow Gaming subscribed to me this week. Well, there we go. Um,
0: he also has his new Super Sentai uh, Bi-Weekly.
1: Whenever I feel like it. Uh, I mean, I haven't got many episodes. Kevin lives the other end of the country. How am I meant it's to keep this film? Sky.
0: Sky. Uh, yeah, so he has a Super Sentai um, YouTube channel as well, so if you want to check that what's out again. Yeah. What's
1: it called? I don't
0: fucking know. Reacting
1: uh, Sentai Yopa Ranger.
0: There you go, that rolls off the tongue. I would have just called Talking Sentai.
1: No. That's boring. Oh.
0: It's a clever name. No, it's not. It's a fucking. Uh, it's <laughs> not. No, don't stop. Um If you want to talk to me, you can find me at CritApocalypse on Twitter. And I'm trying to do some stuff for YouTube, but it turns out I'm blind, so I'm not very good at it.
1: You're blind? Yeah,
0: no. it's been an act this whole fucking time. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I'm Actually, deaf I as that well. Time you so the act's terrible.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know what, right, yeah. Hawkeye?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. You like
1: Hawkeye and Daredevil do the fusion I'm dance? I'm like old
0: man Hawkeye.
1: <laughs> Your Hawkeye and Daredevil did the fusion dance, but you came out of T.J. Miller's body.
0: <laughs> what? Me? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> T.J. Miller's body T.J. Miller is fucking atrociously out of shape (laughs) Um, well he will be seen
1: when he hasn't got Hollywood money anymore yeah Uh,
0: well that's if he gets booed out of Hollywood he should possibly I mean he did trigger a terrorist incident so yeah that's really fucked up yeah he also apparently sodomized a woman with a bottle Anyway, as always, the world is ending. Everything's on fire. Trump fucks kids. He definitely fucks kids. Now he fucks kids that he picks up from the border, which is interesting. Mm. Um, but as always, have a great week. Have a great two weeks. We'll see you again soon. Hopefully, by then, we've all still got one one set of legs and arms. Hmm? Nuc- nuclear wars.
1: Oh, you're expecting limbs to drop off.
0: Could I'm accepting that they either drop off or get more. Mm. I mean, what do you? What would you prefer?
1: More. Really? Yeah. Fair enough. You could do two things at once. You could play a game and feed yourself without getting Cheeto dust on your <laughs> controller, which is a problem that gamers have to worry about. Yeah, that's true. Whilst drinking their Mountain Dew.
0: And also, they have to argue about why there aren't more male representations in gaming, because you know that's a problem, don't you? Yeah, it's a big problem. You've heard about that? They there's they have, too there's many women in games. Too many women in games. Need less women. Yeah. Because. What kind of a woman's strong enough to punch a boulder? Life is Strange
1: would be a much better story if two dudes were kissing each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, two men kissing. Well, you know, what? that's what it's like, though, isn't it? Like, you get all these sad incels that say that they can't have sexual women because society has made it so it's difficult to do that. They're not willing to exercise. Yeah, they're not willing to exercise or eat right or, Mm. you know, learn. They just... Society's fault. Mm. And then you've got the Nazis, the racists. It's not... You know, it's not because they're ill-educated, fucking bumpkins who are most likely the product of incest mm. and stupidity reigning between generations of hillbillies and incestuous brother-sister combinations. No, 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 that's not why they're that's not why they're angry. They're angry because society. You know, it's not. It's what have not... they got against the Brian Yisner film? <laughs> it's a good film. One of my one of my biggest questions are: I know, I know that when people are bigger than you, it's scary, but. Does that mean that you just have to get together with a bunch of very short people that are quite greasy and fat? Short people are cute. Are they? Short chicks. Oh, chicks! I'm talking about guys. Oh. When they've got like their hair parted to one side, and they've got their tangle on this.
1: Yeah, I have. Like when I went to get my hair cut, I've said, well, "I want to shave." shorter on the sides and stuff but don't give me the Nazi cut
0: I see right <laughs> here's a point of contention between me and my fiance yeah. she she says she would prefer if it was shorter the back, the back and sides I said no because any shorter than this and it would be the Nazi cut yeah
1: you've gone for the Henry Cavill
0: I've gone for the Henry Cavill yeah I don't want the Nazi cut but no. she's like you don't have any style I went this is stylish this mm. is the people that want to not look like Nazis get hair like this yeah I don't want to be
1: mistaken for Richard Spencer.
0: You wear glasses as well. You're at bigger risk because if you break those glasses, you have to go for like one of those pairs that have like a you know the black plastic top and then the yeah yeah, look just like a Nazi because those are those are the Nazi glasses. There's an episode of You're the Worst where uh, they meet up with someone who was dumped in season two, and uh, and he turns up and he's like I've joined a new movement. It's a men's rights movement, and he's like and he's like they like they basically just all go off they're like they're bored of him and there's one guy who's so desperate to see anyone he's, he stays and the guy turns around and he goes hey you know what'll be fun let's go tell those two lesbos over there how it's actually their moral obligation to sleep with us because society tells them that's the right thing to do and he gets up stands up confidently gets ready to stride over and someone just comes along and punches him in the face like Richard <laughs> Spencer <Nice. laughs> just do you know, from outward shot they just appear and disappear nice it's great um, <laughs> anyway sorry I hope you have a good evening, guys, or morning or or afternoon or the 17 people that listen to this. Why don't you tell us when you listen to it? That can be a new thing. We'll start a poll. Bye. 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 Bye.